Okay. Okay, lower that a bit. Uh, hello, everybody. It's uh, me, Francisco, Joe, my good buddy Charles here for uh, Sports Goofs number 188. And it's uh, welcome to Leonida. Charles, Leonida? Leonida? I don't know how they're going to pronounce it in this. Uh, the, the new Grand Theft Auto that's going to come out in two years. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, how are you doing, my buddy? I'm good. I'm good. I would think, knowing Grand Theft Auto and they're doing satire, they're going to have different variations of Leonida. I would call it Leonida. You'll get the presumably faux Miami go Leonida, and yeah. then you'll have like the super bumpkin Polk County Bartow going Leonida. So let's uh, let's just get into it because this is a sports show, everybody. But that came out. I know on Dan Levitard's show, they also discussed the Grand Theft Auto trailer because they're also uh do the stuff with the local hour and well we you know we've you've lived in miami andrew's lived in miami i live in miami and doug when he was an og yeah doug is uh very much he is more yeah he, he probably got more out of that than any of all of us because he he actually grew up here so you, you know that that i want to go through that trailer again charles only like a minute and a half long we, yeah. we can kind of break it down. This is kind of the what we're we're gonna roll with with today's episode, anyways, and uh, we'll we'll go from there. So let me put put on the big screen here, and uh, and, and we'll go. Um, but yeah, it was uh, it was it was very mon uh, monumentous, monumental, momentous. I'm not sure. Yeah, One of those words, you know that. Uh, a game like that essentially is is Florida Man Simulator, mm -hmm. and modern day Florida Man Simulator. Yeah, pretty much, because I mean, you had Vice City, right? Mm -hmm. But that was still very much like okay, GTA Three, but it's Miami it's this 80s, time. It's, Miami it's too. You know, Scarface and all that stuff. There was an actual Scarface video game, right? Mm -hmm. And I think Godfather, one of the Godfather games. Semi took place in Florida a little bit. Godfather Part Two did. Yeah, uh, Charles loves the Godfather and Godfather One and Two, and you know what? I accept the re. It's like the bastard. But you, you know, they had the video oh, games based on the movies too, like in mm -hmm. you know, like the the late two thousands. And you know, I think Scarface is overrated as a film. I know. I yeah, know, it is. I, I didn't think it was that good. I love Brian De Palma as a director, but no. I, I think too many people make it their personality. <laughs> Every rapper in South Florida. Yeah, right. Everybody wants to make it. Their like he gets blown up at the end and mm -hmm. shot, like and dies. Like it's not a spoiler, guys. It's been four years. But and uh, wasn't uh, freaking who the, the the Ray Liotta? Didn't he voice the guy for? He, he Vice voiced City? Tommy Brissetti. Yeah, Vice there we go. Recipes Ray Liotta. Um, ooh, I got a trophy. But yeah, it was just so good. It was just so good. You know, Vice City itself. I never fully finished it which i had mentioned to derek today who's going to get kind of like a shout out <laughs> to a degree because of certain college sports adventures um because he's going to be your number two in this but but you know san andreas is still my favorite five i didn't care too much for i you know and we'll go into detail but let's examine the story if you, or this trailer okay so let me get it up here on the full screen let me try and bump up the uh the, it was a 4k trailer by the way for anybody out there so 
This game is coming out for the... P so far, it's just been announced for the PS5 and the Xbox Series mm -hmm. X and S. Well, I, I can't imagine the S running this thing, to be honest. But... I mean, they'll have a low grade of it, the same way probably we're doing, like... Uh, yeah, which will probably stuff. be, like, the low-end PC version of it anyways mm -hmm. at this point. They haven't announced the PC version, but I honestly think that... it. The only reason why they haven't announced it just yet is because they're probably working out who is going to distribute it. It's going to be yeah. Steam. It's going to be Epic. Are Rockstar going to do it themselves? Uh, but I would assume they, they'd get a, a nice fat check from one of those two. It'd be like, we'll get it first. You know, I mean, so. if anything, it's got to be Epic, right? Not to go into logistics, but they're the ones who are not thriving off the Epic store yet. They admitted it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you get you get that. You already have Alan Wake 2 as being the main publisher, which your boys are going to be doing soon. We promise mm -hmm. you guys. Yeah. But uh, it kind of has to. I think in a year or so time, they'll get the publishing rights to just kind of go and distribute it for the PC and then go from there. Because you want to do that high-end marketability for a yeah. while. And if I, if knowing Rockstar, and mind you, like Remedy, I do also enjoy, oh, that's interesting. I do enjoy a good portion of some Rockstar games. It's just, you know, GTA 5 was not the class above, but granted, different way of playing it. Um, I can see them also doing like the GTA line component as being a paid subscription services mm. as well. So we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I, I would assume because maybe, maybe Epic would, would probably pony up the money for that. They make so much money off of mm -hmm. Fortnite and all that stuff, anyways. And they were, I remember when they started the store. I think for like the first, because they they always had the giveaways every month of games. I think the first month they they gave out GTA Five, so they've worked yeah. before with Rockstar and this type of stuff. So I would assume they they would do that. And the only like the only wild card I would see was be like, I can't imagine good old games doing it. I don't think yeah. they they would they would. That's like CD Projekt Red's PC whatever uh, client. Mm -hmm. And I think that's that's really it when you, with regards to everything else. And the 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 only other wild card would be like Microsoft themselves, and be like, look, we have Xbox on PC, you have this on on, on Xbox already, and I can see them doing it. Yeah, and they, they might why. even be like, hey, look, make it Game Pass exclusive for like six months or something like that. You know, we'll pay X amount of millions of dollars to have it on on Game Pass day one. So that's always a possibility that that could happen. I, I think you're gonna you can get from Microsoft because what they're gonna want to go to is they've always loved the idea of cloud everywhere gaming, mm -hmm. but not cloud streaming. It's just you have our entertainment. They want to basically be like Sony, uh, and I'm not talking about PlayStation. Hear me out, guys. They want to mm -hmm. be hey, you have our TVs, our sound bars, mm. our uh, gaming stuff. But in the manner of, oh, that makes life easier. In the manner of video gaming, which makes sense. Yeah, yeah they're know, trying. We have a PlayStation Portable. Soon we'll have the Microsoft Portable stuff, right? You well, know, I mean, up. Microsoft's just trying to get their thing on everything. I mean, like they're working with Nintendo. They want to get they're Game Pass. Conning, and, right? Yeah, the, yeah, they're they, they, they want to spread their seed all over. So there's a little bit of Xbox everywhere, even though like that's what they're trying to do. But all right, let's Look, start. Look, they're trying to get me to spend three hundred and fifty dollars, which yeah. even you said, Charles, is tempting. I mean, that, that's that's pretty damn tempting, right? If I know there's like a slim coming out of the Xbox Series, whatever, probably next year. Uh, but uh, yeah, that that did look like a very enticing deal. If anybody's out there looking for an Xbox, it's, it's, 
it's also like I think Diablo is involved. So I'm mm-hmm. like getting a hundred fifty dollars savings. The problem is it's not Best Buy, but look, we're out of Best Buy gift cards. We're saving up the GameStop for real reasons. I gotta I gotta just take the L here, kids, mm. and that's fine. Um, but I'm still thinking about it. I'm not even gonna lie to you because I blame Black Friday for not having all the deals. Yeah. Because I'm like ah, four games. I'm going on vacation next week, guys. We're gonna get some gaming. Rabbids is gonna be done. I, I would say by next week. I can almost guarantee it. Mm-hmm. You know, so nothing is out of the question, boys and girls. All right. Well, let's start this trailer. So have you? Yeah, I'll, I'll do the trailer. And I have a question for you after. This. I've seen it, but okay. Uh, have so, you ever played the Grand Theft Auto games? I, I've. I mean, I've. I've. I've never owned straight up a grand theft auto game i have a copy of gta 5 for the xbox 360 that's how old that game is by the way uh but obviously my 360 kind of crapped out so and i can't play it on the xbox one because the xbox one has a version of gta 5 that they want you to buy on there and the pc has one and i'm just like at this point i was like yeah i don't want to play gta 5 and everybody knew six was going to be vice city anyways Mm -hmm. so i was like yeah i'll do that one if i'm going to buy one i'm also do the one that is literally where I live, and that'd yep, be fun right. to kind of see in in a video game sense. And and now here we are. So we're we're looking here to start out, and you know all of this this scenery it, it does feel like the causeways that go along the bay. Mm-hmm. So they, if they we got could that tell right. everybody, um, we appreciate Andrew who in the chat sends it to us and plays this game of like, I lived in Miami. So look at these landmarks. And I think it's because Andrew has been chasing the high of getting a little bit more darker skin with us. Yeah. And like, no, in Miami is going to make you buddy. We got you. Yeah. He's like, is so, that the R center? Like started. Andrew, that's the American airlines are in. I, I tell you that. Like we like, saw Kaseya center. Yeah. Whatever, Kaseya whatever it's called at this point. Yeah, the FTX yeah. crypto scam arena. Uh, so uh, we, you know, have the, the new, main character or one of the two main characters right it's a, it's a couple it's a it's a white man i would assume and a, a latina woman and i wonder where that prison is because like the jail like the prisons out here in miami there's one near the airport by doral but that from the the, the bars are like it didn't look like that one like i from and then there's one all the way out west of course so I'm just going to where they, they're placing the prison, right? And of course, they got the shot of Miami Beach all along there. Yes, the, the condos. I, I so, have... so we see the airboat, and we see mm-hmm. flamingos, and we see the Everglades. Yep. So that was one of my questions that I posed. I'm like, how far west are they going to do this? Well, they're reaching the Everglades. That's pretty but far I, west. I think we're getting the entire state of Florida. I can't imagine the entire state, Charles. We're gonna, we're going to tally. I, I would just no. It'll be well. It'll be kind of like I don't know. If if anybody they did it in San Andreas, where you know it wasn't just like one bit. You got yeah California as you, you know got, was a okay. Yeah. All right. So like like that, like GTA Five, where you get bits. It's not the entire state where you can travel the entire state. Mm-hmm. But, but it'll be pinpoints of north, south, and central Florida. Okay. And that's that's, fine, that's what GTA Five did. That's what Forza does as well. Uh, recently, with like Forza Horizon Four, was pretty mm-hmm. much a, an amalgamation of uh, of the UK, and Five was Mexico. So you got a little bit of everything with with um, the landscapes and everything like that. So 
Yeah, I, I guess. But I, I was just assuming they'd just do like three counties. <laughs> you know, Broward, Miami-Dade, Palm Beach. But I can assume, I, I can. There's got to be a Key West going to haunted houses, man. Yeah, well, there. And I, I, I can't imagine them doing like an Orlando with amusement parks and everything like that. But Andrew would buy that game day one for anybody <laughs> who hasn't been for a bit. Andrew always has a consistent chub for, for Orlando. Yeah, exactly. But I can't imagine. Like, it, this just feels like they just remapped the entire Miami Dade County map. I feel like that would just be it. Um, Which I love to listen if they have like old viejos trying to screw somebody out of a dollar mm -hmm. for a bottle of water I'm in for it. Like trying to hustle me three dollars for a small bottle everything we're seeing So we see the Everglades here. It just feels more like mm -hmm. South Florida and South Florida yeah. is just way different than North Florida Yep, so there's no like you've lived in North Florida North Central Florida all right, so I, I would is, be more central. You yeah. know, I've been to Tally. You've been to Tally. Though. Yeah, I've lived in Tallahassee. You know, I mean, there's and, and so, a completely different landscape. So from what I've seen, so like we're going here, another shot of Miami Beach and yeah. the Biscayne Bay and, and the, the Port of Miami. And there's the shot. Do you shot think they have the, Fountain Blue? They have to have Fountain Blue. Yeah, I mean, they've got Miami Beach and everything. So um, they, they're going to have all of this. So then you got them running around, riding along here. I, whatever, this is. Uh, supposed to represent next to the uh, the causeway with American Airlines Arena that is legitimately it and they have like these lines that aren't part of American Airlines Arena but I'm just like I think they should add yeah. stuff like this now that looks look pretty dope with like LED lights especially for Vice Night man yeah so uh, they might actually take that idea <laughs> but that's that the shape and everything is exactly the heats arena uh, so that's along the causeway then you've got. Um, Do you think they have the Hard Rock? <laughs> I, that's what I want to say. Like, I don't know how far they're gonna go with it. How far north are they gonna go? Are they gonna have? Because I know the Marlins are in this. Like, they're, they're this game, or their, their their ballpark is the Heater. How, do they go all the way to Miami Gardens? Do they go all the way to Broward? How far north oh my can God. they go? I need preppy. You know, I and how far south? Like I said, are fans. we getting the keys? Are we getting whatever? You know. Well, the whole thing about like the Everglades and stuff like that is you can dump bodies and stuff. Yeah, and yeah, the, the Everglades the whole... is is ready. Yeah, that's that's prime and ready, um, big space, because like, and then you have all this area that kind of looks like Wynwood. Then you have, um, uh, gosh, this is probably like eleven or something. Because uh, so, uh, they've people have come out now. I guess there's the NDA they probably had with a lot of these places in Miami, like a representative yeah. from space was like, yeah, they came and they kind of like, they took photos and videos and like mapped out the inside of, of space. And 11 is close to space. So I would assume that strip club was probably mapped out and everything as well. It reminds me, they'll have like a Tootsie's and the Scarlet's. It reminds me of when they did Bad Boys for Life and they're like, mm. Miami got the most praise. Y'all don't understand how great it was. <laughs> Just to have that. Like, was... Now we're going to be mobilizing a video game. Well, there was a Bad Boys Miami video game that was terrible on the PS2. Yeah, just awful. <laughs> it was really bad. They didn't. Even, they could not pay Martin Lawrence Will Smith to reprise their roles for sure. And then you've got this scene that's probably somewhere in like Alapata or North Miami Beach or something like that do, around there. Do we have? Do we have Pahokee? Uh, no, no, they're not gonna. Are they gonna go that far, Charles? Are they I gonna mean, go you know, to Lake a lot, of, a, lot of, <laughs> a lot of the recent 
you know, a lot of the Grand Theft Autos in general are rags and riches. There is nothing more rags and riches than trying to pip out pahokie kids mm. from high schools in football. Yeah. It's... Your boy, Anquan Bolden, would like to be the poster child for it. <laughs> yeah. Listen, uh, if, for a college football mindset, if you get somebody from Pahokee, you're in. You got somebody who at least is going to get drafted for three rounds. Then you got all these islands along the, um, like this probably this kind of looks like the Venetian Islands here. So then of course you got uh, you know Collins and Avenue and everything like that here on um, Biscayne Ocean. Can I say something on a professional level of what I need them to have? Because we mentioned. jail i need to see chrome detention center mm. and what they're you know uh, well, yeah GTA is very political that's right that's and satire and i need that in some form and capacity well that's kind of that so this charles i think this is this is the keys this is yep. actually the key oh yeah <laughs> because look you have the, the actual main um us one that, that goes all the way down uh to the keys and then you have the side one that used to be where the railroad was you see on the mm-hmm. side here on the right where this plane is going through so that is actually the 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 overseas highway for the keys so yes we are going to be going down to the keys charles they, they got us damn it so I, I believe that we're gonna get that far we're gonna have some sort of amalgamation of the keys and then you have this and i swear to there. god i hope they do something cheeky and so call them the keys they call it like the lock or something yeah something like that. the chimes and you have this vice symbol i don't know this <clears throat> then of course you have the uh the tiktok or instagram stuff so that's people yes alligators and i guess like pools. twitter twitter is people. perfect yeah. For the humor, because the stuff they've been saying about the lady just um, dancing in the car yeah. has made me laugh. Yeah, so they compared hard. everything to these actual things that happen in real life. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, all of this. Yes. It's just for show, guys. We'll get to it. Yeah, alligator walking into the thing. Of course, uh, drug bust and deal, you know, things like that. Crazy people, naked people on the streets. Uh, yeah. So, well, just. I mean. <laughs> This out here, that's probably out by Chrome anyways, because all the way out there is where you do all the mudding and everything like that, too. So that is also represented here. Yes, those homes are very much Miami (laughs) that you see those apartments behind there. That uh, there's several places in Hialeah that look like that. I'll tell you that much, Charles. And a lot of it's a GTA with yeah. the little window barricades Party. and like a Santa Maria kind of thing. Yeah. And then we've got them. Uh, then, uh, the, just the, the video, the virtual hearings that we have in Florida where you have these characters appearing on screen like this. It's so good. Uh, I, this is in Spanish. Oh, I, I've never read this. Confesión escrita en tinta para tatuajes. Un tatuaje en el cuello en el snack que lo delato a sí mismo claven en la condena de un hombre de... did this man write his confession in his tattoos on his neck yeah, well it, it's gta that's great you know um, their gta rockstar is also known for giving you like good soundtracks but i need them to... you gotta do me a solid here i need two things i need like a help me howard combo right for anybody who's in south florida west palm 
you know, for the most part, right? And mm. then also some of the Miami stuff. And I also do need a, if we're going to make it very Hispanic base, mm. which I'm all for, I need like an offshoot of what Telemundo or. Um, well, they've got it here. Well, it's called Mega well, Noticias. This is perfect. Mega right. Mundo. That's Mega Mundo News. That's what it is. <laughs> it's a TV. I want to know. This is a TV report, a, a faux TV report that of this man who had his confession tattooed on his neck. <laughs> you know what the best part of it, too, is they must have had somebody who has had some form of consultation about it and just said, like, all right, we need a Hispanic, you know, expert here yeah. which one of our latinos do we have coming into it for yeah. rockstar i mean i don't think sam hauser you can't bring you can't bring a, a mexicano from la to florida to try and suss that out you need to bring real like people who are from here okay. what what what, Cubano, what show Solano, somebody did we have yeah didn't we have that situation a couple oh it was uh it's the insomniac situation rockstars are professionals okay and like yeah. insomniac cuban who has my morales being puerto rican and it's like cuban spider-man <laughs> there you go no they they definitely got some consultants from down here for sure because this is they called up alex hannah personally like uh, hey freaking <laughs> wheels up guns down they've got this too yeah. you know as well. Where's my Liberty City? Yeah, well, that's and, this is where this happens. So there it is. That is where that any, happens. And for anybody who needs to understand, we're not talking about Liberty City like Grand Theft Auto, New York. Liberty City is basically a no man's land in Miami. That's probably about what twenty minutes from you, where you live in Hialeah. Yeah. If I have to remember my yeah. metrics. Yeah. Yeah, so, and here's the thing: I need I need ass elbows uh, to traffic, just so people understand. Yeah. So like two that. in the afternoon. I mean, there we go. Yep, pawn shops and stuff like that. Yes, that's very much Florida. Okay, and there's yeah, this GTA 6 in Leonida in Vice City, 2025. Charles, probably late 2025. I'm going to assume. And I mean, it doesn't really matter. It's gonna sell boatloads, no matter when it releases. But, uh, but yeah, that's, uh, it is very much a simulation of South Florida. Like they, they, they nailed they it, it in the trailer. Everybody like the local news down here is covering it. Yeah, like everybody's covering it, but like that's, no, that's but especially power. down here, like, like no, like from, uh, they would never have covered, like they didn't cover GTA five or anything like that, but this trailer the representation of Flo of South Florida, I can't because I don't really see much North Florida in that trailer, Charles, or or Central Florida. Sorry, Andrew. That is South Florida to a T. It's Miami Dade County to a T. And I just wanted I'm I'm it's got the keys, so I'm wondering once again how far north are they gonna go with this? How far west would they go with it? Are they gonna get us to Naples? Oh. Are they gonna you know because we know the keys are there. You're at least getting north to Palm Beach County because okay. what was Palm Beach known for? For anybody who lives at Corruption County, yeah. Francisco and I have both lived in Palm Beach County. Yeah, and um, you can you can make an amalgamation of North Florida and Palm Beach County a little bit because there are yeah. parts of Palm Beach County, as you know, that are very much like North Florida. So, the you know, Laxahatchee could basically it. Laxahatchee, yeah. Tallahassee, boom. Uh, you can make that. You know, it's just not as hilly as as hilly. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So. 
I'm I'm very much intrigued. I, I I think a lot of us, man, as much as everybody's probably laughing like it's Florida Man Simulator, but there's a there's a sense of pride when I see that. I'm just like, yep, that's where I'm from. <laughs> yep. You're just sitting there. It's like you feel it. You feel it. It's yeah. not like World Cup season where Francisco and I don't care about you know football. Yeah. But yeah, if we see Argentina or Colombia or Nicaragua or even if you support Venezuela, I guess. You know, over our own U.S. nationalism, right? We're born here, man. Oh, I'm born here. I don't. I don't know if you were born here. Who no. does matter, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I know you did travel. So yeah. That's how I always like to find yeah. you. But you know, law school, Miami people. A lot of people came from mm -hmm. X, Y, Z different places. But you know, we always find like this weird national pride that comes into it, right? Same thing kind of applies to this game. Or yeah. like, you know, I go to Miami for like three and a half years. I go there often, you know, throughout the years to see everybody. I'm just like and every sport game i'm like yes this is i have not found a home in florida as i've moved around so much mm. polk county palm beach county you know martin county all this stuff but i'm like if i had to identify what my floridian status is give it to me in the three years i enjoyed right and that was in miami so i feel you. it is florida man simulator too yeah and we can't we can't we gotta love the great state of florida because if we didn't we would move we would move. You can go anywhere if you wanted to in federal. Yeah. And me, I'm sure I'd be a good lumberjack in North Dakota. Yeah, I'm already seeing here. See, I'm, I'm already Even Andrew. For Andrew, who doesn't strike me as a GTA guy, I think he would be the Hank Hill meme. I was like, oh, my God, I just <laughs> he, took this man's car. And he would feel bad about it. Yeah, and he's just following the rules of the road and <laughs> doing everything yeah. like that. Yeah. And, and then, But even this one, Andrew would probably do a drive-by. You know what? In a way, that it kind of... Um, man, it, it, now that you reminded me of that Hank, that Hank Hill episode where he was basically a GTA simulator, but of his life, mm -hmm. <laughs> like that's, great. that's kind of what this feels like, man, to me, this is just a GTA simulator. I, I'm next year. I'll be living in Miami for 10 years, Charles. Oh, God. And I, I got out at the right time. I've, uh, I don't know. I've done a little bit of everything that I've seen in this game. Do you think I gotta ask you this question? And for anybody who's lived in Miami, they're gonna understand. Because you know they're gonna have their strip malls and everything. Do you think they're gonna have like something that's a knockoff of like La Carreta? I mean, <laughs> like I didn't play GTA Five, so I don't know how deep yeah. it was. But there, there's good on the nose stuff. But okay. For, for Miami's very centralized, so it's not gonna be like you know a copycat of like Cal the state of California, where yeah. there's so much because Cal there's los angeles but california could be many many things you know you have hollywood you have the redwood you have yeah. you know san diego you have all these anaheim you have all this stuff miami it's more for i would say some of the establishments man copacabana baby yeah you know coming into it tootsies all this fun jazz that comes into it and miami state what are miami staples you mentioned Fountain Blue, la carreta mm. uh what, what's the uh, spanish word for what's the opposite la carreta is like uh, la bajo or something like that it's been a long time yeah since i had to go into with that variation but there's usually some good satire yeah i, I just appreciate it you know whether or not the game's gonna be good we'll see rockstar doesn't really make bad games they might make some games that are mid like bully i for anybody who's about to attack me, I played it during law school. I didn't finish it. I'm sorry. It was the time to play thing. But GTA 5 wasn't crazy about it. But maybe it gets that extra point or point and a half or half a point for being what it's based off of. You know what I mean? I I would assume once we we get our hands on it because we're both gonna get it. At this yeah, point. I already I, I saw it. I'm like, damn it, they got me. Yeah, we're both gonna get it. 
I this game that that trailer legitimately made me think maybe I should save up for a graphics card update. Like that's yeah, that's how they are always ahead of their time with technology. So I will always appreciate Rockstar for it. So I I, sh- I I might just do that. Just save up, see what I can uh, I can change or, or not, or, or just see what specs eventually come out for this because it's not coming out for a while. So yeah, and that's probably why they haven't announced the PC thing either. It's just gonna be like. They have to have a minimum spec, and they'll probably announce it at some point. And I, I will see. Can I run this game, Charles? Uh, I would hope so. I would hope that I can. But uh, yeah, so far, most of the games that I've I've tried on my PC have have have, have fared pretty well. Mm-hmm. And it's a gaming uh, PC. Yeah, know? it's a gaming PC, and I can always switch out the components and everything like that. And and my new, the new newest game I have on here is just Alan Wake 2. I'm just waiting for you to pull the trigger, Charles. Or we're gonna do the, uh, the the book club thing come next year. Brotherhood of playing games, yeah. or whatever the equivalent of sister traveling pants is. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, it's making me think of of upgrading at some point because this it looks legitimately good. I think the novelty of just exploring all of South Florida just to see what I can and like recognize like, <laughs> like I'm, I've been in Hialeah like I, I, they legitimately recreate Hialeah I'll just be like this is great <laughs> you know when you buy it the day one that you play it you know what's gonna happen you're just gonna go to the bathroom and you're gonna come out magically in an a-cut white shirt like khaki shorts that are a little bit past your knee and then mm. like slides with socks on yeah and you're like what happened with like a gold chain and then somewhere it's going to be like a picture of the Virgin Mary in the corner with a yellow candle. Yeah. You guys don't understand mm. the culture. Yeah. And that's why I think everybody who's lived in yeah. Miami, yeah, maybe you would have it within Miami. Your, uh, on your, oh, you're your... going to have a tattoo on your right arm. No, well, it. It, yeah, but you also have the rosary in your car on the on the rear yeah. view mirror. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and anytime you make a bad decision, all you're going to say is only God can judge me. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> So, you guys just don't understand. You know, remember South Park? Well, that's the beauty thing. of this trailer. I think everybody that's lived down here for at like just a certain amount of time, at least two years, realizes how much they nailed it. They nailed it. that trailer was made for us. Yeah, that trailer was made specifically for us. It was they added like the the like the the social media like faux TikTok Instagram stuff. Uh, to get everybody else but once they started showing just the the everything every single little bit it's like yep that's uh, that's south florida the the wheels up guns down thing i'm like that is that is exactly like that's something local that people outside of florida don't even really know about outside of south florida really know about they they see the weird florida man shit but they don't see that that's one for me um so that's that's where I'm like, the yes, man they stuff is usually just some guy that eats his poop. That's not what Florida is, baby. Yeah. That's part of Florida. Like when Charles says, TV like, you know, I, I swear, man, I almost got shot out like two years ago going around. <laughs> and I am fucking serious. That's too. that. I feel like this because this guy literally chased me down. Luckily, there were some cops nearby because I actually drove to some construction and everything. Like that, so he couldn't kill me. But. That was around like the Alapata area, <laughs> yep. so it, it's uh, it's very much South Florida. <laughs> yeah, this is this is they got it, they nailed it. 
we're at 30 well, 32 minutes half an hour talking about this minute and a half trailer that's how good this it is was. how rockstar makes money yeah yeah this is how they do it. yeah they're doing it. We're, we're shilling for them and i've been this shilling is literally how we did the nintendo direct when we first saw the zelda game oh yeah yeah breath of the wild i think i or not breath of the wild tears of the kingdom when we did say like all right we're gonna take a minute here yeah and discuss this and what we want well it's one, yeah it's a, one. it's a big big occasion here it's yeah, a, it's our, a our book club, occasion. our bonding book club, which I think that's probably the title, right? Yeah, it it will. We're still workshop. We'll be workshopping stuff once you know whatever goofs two point becomes. We'll we'll workshop it. We'll we'll figure yeah, it we, out. We have some interesting stuff. Anybody who actually listens to the three of you probably knows what the first bonding book club is going to be. Yeah, I'll give you a hint. It's Japanese based. Mm. Unless Alan Wake's gonna take that most of We already know it because it ain't going on sale for me. And it went on sale for you. And yeah. I, I'm a new palate cleanser all the time. You sound very far away now, Charles. Oh, it's probably because my mic is positioned different. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you, but you sound like you, you went further away. That's all. You sounded much closer before. I'm not sure what you did. But uh, mm-hmm. but anyways, so that's that's that. Man, I guess this is a sports show. But um, I'd be Alan Wake. I'll just talk about the gaming endeavors since we're here. Um, yeah, yeah. Like, be, look, there's gonna be some. There's no baseball. No one's been signed yet. Yeah. You know? uh, the The only People thing I talked. The only game. The only baseball thing was okay. Jim Leland made the Hall of Fame. Hooray! That's been good for me because when good things happen to the Marlins, good things happen to me, Charles. And I've been yeah. killing it the last couple days on the social. And yeah, it's been it's been okay. pretty good. I've been selling some shirts. Let's do the plug. Follow him on the Twitter. Marlins historian, mm. Panthers historian, FJOJR, Charles the True, Dan Frijole, Sports underscore Goofs. Give some shout outs. Roy Bellamy, follow him on that. Jeremy Taché, Brendan Rourke, good friends of the show. show. He was on this show. On our show, you know. Um, and then Public Enemies Podcast and Humble Wrestling for yes, my wrestling stuff. Indeed. Boom. You, yeah. you get bombarded with them each time. It's only fair that they get their love. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so Jim Lee made the Hall of Fame. That's great. Uh, if, if they. Uh, he he has to get the Marlins, you know, uh, jersey, right? And then Shryman. They're not going to put him for what he did in Detroit at Pittsburgh, correct? No, no, no. The Hall of Fame is the one that picks it. So from what uh, he said, that he's probably going to go with the blank one because he's like, you look, I okay. like okay. I respect everywhere that I've been. I don't want to disrespect any team. And he just seems like that type of guy. So, I mean, if you've ever seen Jim Lee talk about baseball, he makes you – he, he almost cries like every single time and it makes you want to cry. I'm just like, oh. And so uh, I'm going to assume he's going to go in with a blank cap because he spent a lot of time in Pittsburgh, spent a lot of time in Detroit, and won his championship in, in Florida. So, uh, And then he was like in Colorado. But, man, that he's like – like, it, it was terrible. He's like, this is not baseball. <laughs> he was at Coors before they had the human door. Um, but uh, – but yeah, so he made it, you know. So I'm I'm happy. It's been good for me. So that's great. The more good things happen, I'm hoping Gary Sheffield makes it because we're in the we're in that. Actually, let's talk about it, Charles. Let's take a let's look do it because we didn't, we didn't do the ballot stuff, right? So we usually yeah, do that every said, year. I said four, you said four, right? But we had two different fours. Okay, so, so you can pick ten, but we'll we'll go through it right, real quick and it we'll make our, we'll make our case for for whoever we think. But uh, let me get this on the screen here i got my alan wake american nightmare play game through my, my gameplay in the background and the the music J-O-J-R. yes the, the music is from super mario rpg Fucker. uh Great. because uh that 
just got re-released on the uh, on the the Switch. I was gonna say the Super Nintendo, but uh, it's definitely not the Super Nintendo. Um, so that's that's cool. And why is the music not going? Where's the music for this? I don't know. Where. I found okay, what I had two two weeks ago. Who I think would be involved. Okay, hold on. Let me try and get all this stuff organized here. But yeah, Alan Wake's uh, American Nightmare. It's it's fine as a as a nice little extension, a little bit of the gameplay from Alan Wake One. Um, it's fairly short. You can do it in three and a half hours. That's how long it took me. And yeah, yeah. But ultimately, it was not his ab It was not his escape, Charles. Yep. That's what Alan Wake Two needs to be played for the bonding book club here. Yeah. And Hall of Fame ballot tracker. There it is. That's what I want to see. Is this the guy? Is this the guy? I think I screwed that up. There it is. Alright, so. So these are the guys thus far. This is what's going on. This guy keeps track of it pretty much mm -hmm. every year. This guy, Ryan, whatever, um, on his Ryan Thibodeau. There we go. Not, not, uh, not the guy that coaches the New York Knicks, but, uh, he's the one that, ah, yes, he, he keeps track of it and he's, he's got all these guys and he's, uh, the guys that want to make their stuff public, they'll put it out there and attach their name to it. Although just leave themselves anonymous, but, uh, cowards. Yes. Uh, very much cowards, <clears throat> but so far, I think there's uh, this hasn't been updated yet, uh, but it doesn't matter at this point. We just need the names. Um, so we'll start from the bottom and we'll work to the top. So we got Jose Bautista. Nope. Yeah, I mean, that's a no for me. He had like four or five really good years as a Blue Jay when he just started, mm -hmm. when he changed his batting stance and he suddenly learned how to hit home runs, but then. Once he got too old and got injured and stuff, he just lost all his power. And he's more known for fighting. Oh, more, more known for getting punched in the face by Runyan Odor. Uh, mm -hmm. and, and that one home run against Texas in the playoffs. Uh, and the bat flip. Uh, Mark Burley. Nope. Nah. Marlins failure, if I remember. Well, he what? wasn't a failure with the Marlins. The Marlins were a failure well, to him. Okay, fair. He, World Series winner with the White Sox. Yes, World Series. He threw a, a perfect game. And, you know, just very consistent pitcher and one of the fastest working pitchers in baseball, especially in this or the past era. And, yeah, yeah. I mean, the Marlins did him dirty by trading him to Toronto where they don't allow pit bulls. So that sucked for him. And he got really angry and he'll probably never come to Miami ever again because of it. Uh, I, mean, I can't believe this guy's still on the ballot, but Adrian Gonzalez. Oh, no. Yeah. He just, like, dot. Remember, biggest thing about Adrian Gonzalez is that you guys need to remember. Big Boston uh, Red Sox free agent. Failure within the season half. Got traded to the Dodgers. Just faded away. I don't even remember his OG team that he got famous San with. Diego. Uh, San Diego, thank you. Yeah. I knew it was a California team, but that was the whole thing. He had, like, a flash and a pan production, which happens in baseball more often than we like. That's why I was uh, with the the guy who got hurt in Texas before the World Series that Andrew was just creaming over. 
you know, baseball is a very what have you done for me lately, especially in the Hall of Fame. But no, Agon could stay gone. Yeah, he was he was good in San Diego, really good player. Uh, signed with the Red Sox, could not deal with it. Went back to L.A. or went to the Dodgers and and was okay for those teams. Those with, Dodgers and that was in the Joe Torre era, baby. Was that Joe Torre? No, I, thought it I think it was Torre. I, I, I thought he, he was with uh, the Red Sox that one year. They suck with like Bobby Valentine, and then they turned him to LA, and then they won the World Series the next year. Mm, um, maybe. I, maybe. I, I mean, we could look it up, but this is. Or maybe I'm a Philly. But anyways, yeah, it doesn't really matter. Philly. It's just the assessment of who he is. So there you go, uh, Matt Holiday. Yes. You're saying yeah? Yeah, this is the one of the I ones that you yes. said yes, and, yep. and and I. I don't agree because that's, that's I feel fine. like he was he was just he was very consistent. I'll say that much. Uh, probably a, like when I saw the the stats that you put out there, I'm like, oh, that's pretty interesting. What what you guys need to understand? We actually do some research. Man. I've mentioned it like what three weeks ago is the fact that sports, when you're a weekly podcast, at most is a what's important on a Friday is not relevant on a Tuesday. So mm. please understand, we can't prepare for this argument because we all love baseball. Yeah, but Matt Holland, I mean, he had, I think he was just very good, but not like great. And, but he was on some very good teams that kind of helped propel him with the Cardinals mm. and was on that Rockies team that made the World Series. So that that's what I most know him for. I think he was on like on the A's when they made the playoffs like a couple times. In a we also had him as a Yankee for a cup of coffee. Hey, really? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Okay, Victor Martinez. That. Nope. Nah. I, I felt it a little bit, but like, nah. Nah. You know, and th- this is the hard part with the Hall of Fame. Is that injured. What's your metrics? Yeah, what's your metrics? What's yeah. your metrics? What you're doing? He kept getting injured. He was on some some pretty good Tigers teams, but aside you're not from gonna... that, maybe like three, four years where he was like really good and then. May I pick the age. scab on Matt Holiday for two seconds? Yeah. You're not going to consider the seven-time with the batting title as well, seven-time all-star in the batting title? The Silver <laughs> Sluggers, to me, are kind of like in between, but... Oh, well, the Silver Sluggers, I think, are pretty good barometer because, like, some guys yeah. don't make the all-star team because it's, like, a popularity contest. We're so, saying the Hall of Very Good like, for Matt Holiday? Like, the Silver Sluggers, I, I consider more meritorious because that's the entire mm-hmm. season. I, I would season. agree. And so... Uh, batting title is really good, but that's just one season. It's just batting average, which a lot of people are now not seeing. We had him. As for, well. We had him in 2017, by the okay. way. Okay, so like, yeah, all right. So, uh, and uh, yeah, Hall of Very Good, just not Hall of Fame. Okay, I, I can live with it. Okay. I, I can agree with your argument about the World Series. But remember, not, he, he wasn't was a bad player. Four. In no, in no way, like you know, of course, at the end of his career, but like in none of his stops was he really bad. I just I, remember I him being good in, in St. in St. Louis, being very good in in Colorado, and had like a good season with the A's when they like weirdly had him for like a playoff run or half a season or something like that. So, and I think that's why I I throw him into consideration. Why I said yes is because I remember that St. Louis had a trade for him, and that was the game changer. He didn't go as a free agent, if my memory is correct. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. And, and what it meant to be like a, a big, you know, overall. Yeah, impact bat. All right, Brandon Phillips, mm-hmm. who's uh, married to a very pretty woman. <laughs> I'm going to Google this real quick. I say no. I remember him, but no. 
Oh, Brandon Phillips is married to Jay Cargill. Yes, that's what I was saying. Yeah. Oh, give him the Hall of Fame for that. I mean, <laughs> not for it. Yeah. But, you know, my, my paralegal's in love with her. I love her. She's in WWE now. She was from Vero. But just for that, sure, the Hall of Fame would pull, man. But um, objectively, as a player, I cannot say. So, Brandon, you're winning a life anyway, but you own, like, an indoor baseball league. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah, Brandon Phillips uh, had some really good years with the Reds, but... I don't think he was really impactful anywhere else. And even then, I don't think he was like the best second baseman in the league when he was with the Reds anyways. Wow. Like he was never like number one. He was always like Chase Utley, even Dan Ugla with the Marlins, I would say. Um, but yeah. Okay, Jose Reyes. Absolutely not. No. No, injury history uh, kind of petered out once he left the Mets. Um, the one season with the Marlins was kind of eh. And he went like to Toronto. Don't remember him anywhere. And then he went like back to New York for like a, you know, a, a goodbye kind of tour, and that was it. Yeah. So, all right, Jimmy Rollins. I say no, but if you're going on the ten theory, he could finally get in. Yeah, I think he would get in. Possibly, like, man, he's he's got some good numbers accumulated for for like a shortstop that's more of the traditional shortstop. Not like, like now you have the shortstop that are like big guys who are power hitters, right? Um, he he wasn't one of those. He was more of the the actual short shortstops that are just like uh, smaller guys, but they you know they can hit and they play really good defense. Yeah. And he was on a very a lot like that era of the Phillies was they were dominating the National League. And very very reliant on Ryan Howard years. and Jason Worth. I, I, I mean, I'm bringing up his stats now. I mean, yeah, he got MVP. Yeah, I think he, he got, got World one. Series MVP. Or was um, it just overall MVP? I, I, well, if it, he it got was a MVP, World Series MVP, they would, they would say WS MVP or something. Oh, he got MVP in 2007. Yeah, <sighs> I mean, yeah, he was really good for for that period of the Phillies. Like the shortstops getting 235 to 2011. Yeah. I mean, but here's the thing. You get that MVP, but you're a three-time All-Star. The gold glove, I say, matters for the defensive. That's your only defensive metric that you have, okay. guys. All right. Yeah, so um, that uh, – Fine. That Give it to him. I, I don't know. I Right now, no. I, would I don't say, want to, but I'm giving about 10. Like maybe his final year, I guess. But, man, this <laughs> – well, think of that's other the other thing we have the... of the era. I'm just, I don't know. Yeah, well, that's the thing. The only thing I can say that's good about it is that the 230 home run for 2000 to 2016 is what the production base is like. A catcher is never going to have mm-hmm. more than like 200 self as hitters unless you're like, you know, the Molinas, right? But I, I don't want to. I'm not no, going to walk away from him being a knock MVP, to the player. Though. He's got he's, yeah. his numbers retired in Philly. He's got a World Series ring. Believe me, he's and mind you, and he's on TV now, so. Yeah, and the voters do this all the time. So if they instead of just filling in the automatic ten, which they should just should do, mm. especially with the new eras coming in about ten years. All uh, right. No, if he got in, I would hate it. That's my final thought. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. All right, uh, James Shields. That's a big no. Nope. James Shields gets seen him pitch twice when I was seeing Yankees versus Tampa. Absolutely mm. not. Yeah, he's uh, they they call him Big Game James, but man, did he ever. Probably, that was probably but like big games. Yeah, yeah, but even then, he would stop being big game yeah. James yep. for a lot of stuff too. So 
he, he that was probably like maybe two or three years where he was that and then after that just nothing petered out injury history and this kind of died i don't know where he ended up i think, but I think I, he went to the angels yeah something yeah most failed just end up on the angels so uh i'm, I'm yeah, checking this from 2006 he was with the Rays yeah, know, for a I, long time. That was his, like the team that I. Remember. All right, so he went to the Rays, KC, San Diego, Did Chicago. Did he win a World Series with Kansas City? Was he on that team, or was he just like off? Of um, it? I don't think he was. I think he was team. off of it. Yeah. Yeah, he he got one time All Star. That's it. Okay. Nah. But yes, he, he did go to KC because I remember in KC, I, I didn't even know he was pitching for the White Sox in those final Oof. three years of his yeah, career. That's, that's terrible. All right, twenty sixteen on. Bartolo Colon. Absolutely not. No. Big sexy is meme. great, but no. For the meme, for the meme no. that'd be funny, but but no, he was caught with you know PEDs because he's Dominican, so of course. And <laughs> he's in the Dominican Hall of Fame. You, oh, oh, of course he is. Um, even then, like he's pitched, he pitched a long time, but that's more stat padding at that point. At, along along like with the padding of the body. A two-year window. Have you ever seen his rookie year, man? Angels. Yeah, like him as a like M thin. That was insane, um, with Cleveland. But yeah, you know he, he caught with PEDs. He's he's all stuff. The fact that he got nine percent, he's getting nine percent, and the PED argument is is complete. Right. Like yeah. you can throw it out of way now because people are still voting for him. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, the PED it's, it's a level of fat anymore. man. I'm, like, I, I, I'm off the whole PED thing. If you use them, fine. You got David Ortiz already in. The argument's over. So thank you. Because this is very relevant yeah. to. Okay. Uh, Tory Hunter. I've seen people putting Tory Hunter on. I said yes. You said to, yes to Tory Hunter. And I said yes to Tory Hunter. Defensively, yeah. probably one of the best center fielders in the era that I watched baseball growing mm-hmm. up. Um, for sure. Uh, look, I'm just as shocked as you are that I'm giving it to Tory. Like, how many All Star teams did he make? Just to... five, five All Star teams, nine Golden Gloves, nine two Gold Silver Gloves. Sluggers. Okay, that's good. The two problem, all right, yeah. Uh. The problem is, it's a very long career, so you kind of nip yourself in the butt. A he was bit. in Minnesota mostly. Ninety-seven and twenty fifteen is his entire career. Okay, and I, I remember many, and he was decent in L.A. I'll give you other metrics to consider: two seven seven batting average, very good. Um, okay. 353 home runs, 2,400 hits. I'm going to give it to him. Yeah. That's I mean, me. You yeah. don't have to say it. I, I, gosh, that's all very good. I think still, still, but, I, I, but he's also one of those guys that like, if he got in like on like the last three years of his ballot, I'm like, yeah, go ahead. Sure. Are we Jimmy Rawlings to him? That's what the category we're gonna call it. Yeah, let's let's call it that, right? Just like, yeah, yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> yeah. All right, Francisco Rodriguez, K Rod. Nope. Overrated. Overrated. Overrated, really? Overrated. K Rod did nothing. I had a deal with him as my uncle is a Mets fan. Love him to death. Um this was the era of like the true battle of who is the best re- uh, relievers. Um <laughs> Never cared for him, and maybe it's because I didn't need him at that time. Now and relievers, relievers, I've seen are people tough. making arguments for 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 K Rod because he's got. Let's see, in in the pantheon of of all of this, he has uh, two time Rolades relief, like the best relief pitcher of the year. Uh, 2002 World Based Series. Based off a 16-year career, just contemplate that 16-year okay. career. 2002 World Series, player. where everybody found out about him. 
uh, mm-hmm. six-time All-Star. And let me see, how many saves did he get? 16 years. So that's 437 437 saves. saves. And let's see. So Trevor Hoffman and Mariano got more than 500, right? Yep. So that's kind of close. I don't think – you don't have closers that last that long. So Mm -hmm. closers are pretty rare now. Even now. I'm also saying I'm super biased because he was always the second best. Really yeah, good. and I get that, especially with the Angels for like that that period where they had a lot of competitive teams, um, mm-hmm. between that World Series and in like oh five oh eight, um, and then even you with, can't like, the count win losses that much. I guess, but but I'm just saying that like from a longevity standpoint, I feel like he we have other pitchers that are like that too, like Lee Smith, or just they just accumulated stuff, like Dennis Eckersley. Yeah, like you I also think... aren't playing every game too. So like he's yeah, not obviously this is his first time on the ballot. Like how long has he been retired yeah. since 2017? 20, so yeah. that's like six years now. So he's he's getting up there, but I think I don't know, man. Rollins. This is the one where I'd give it to him. I'd give it to okay, him. Okay, not, not this year, but like in the next three, four years. This last one. So the Rollins sure. Road. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, like I, he's somebody that was significant. Like I knew who K Rod was as a closer. Like yeah. It was him, as Mariano, Trevor Hoffman. Like, I, I, like how many other guys were that sought after? The Angels had him for quite a while. He won a World Series, was pretty good in that, in that himself. So, there you go. All right, David Wright. Absolutely not. Mm, yeah. Always injured. Had potential. He's the Hall of Potential. He could have been. That's true. He's like the. It's the Mets always have David Wright, Matt Harvey. A lot of even their modern day stuff now. A lot of Hall of Probably's. Yeah, they might even trade. They might trade Pete Alonso. That's what they keep saying. Like, so they they don't have guys that last that long as David Wright, but he just mm-hmm. he never stayed really really healthy. And he got like one MVP, I think, if I remember correctly. Maybe twenty fifteen or something like that. Yeah. And you know they they could they consider him their captain, right? They call him the captain because they want yeah. you know. I have to check. They always have now. great value, whatever the Yankees have. <laughs> you listen we're gonna get on to it don't worry um to put the disclaimer on him for david wright no sometimes i'll start to use gold glove yeah but you you have to also consider at bats and games played and the metrics aren't there available i do remember him being off injury only 242 home runs only 1700 hits yeah 296 batting average great rbi is not even at a grand high but a I, I total, here we go, games games that we have. A total of 1,585. Yeah. 2015, 2016, only After 38, 37 games. He had, I can't do it. He had a period of, of like where he stayed healthy up until like 2010. And then he had yep. like one full season where he, he was healthy. And then he was just injured all the time. And he kind of really petered out at the end. And, just couldn't and he's a guy out. that... You hated to see him play because you did respect him. He has like that David True. Ortiz effect for in the True. AL East. He was, was likable. He was he was the most yeah. likable Mets. He had one chance at World Series, which was you know fine by him, cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, but man, even but even then that World Series like he was injured. Like he, yeah, he didn't do anything. It was he, the end of times. Yeah, so he he was not able to do it. So, uh yeah yeah, I'm not gonna give it to him. I'm sorry. 
Our, this is the other one that people are making a lot of arguments for. Bobby Abreu. Oh, I love Bobby, but no. I'm bringing this. I've seen you. a lot of arguments for this man. And Bobby Abreu, I've and I I I can kind of get it. I can. Mm. When did he retire? He retired mm. back in 2014. He played on the Mets Dude, in 2014. That's funny. <laughs> how much? How much war? How much do you love war? That that's what I think some people are looking. Well, that's at what it is. That's kind of what everybody's kind of been looking at. He's just like he was a very valuable player, and man, he. And we hate war up he in here. He accumulated these stats very quietly, man. Yep. Like, I remember he had, like, that one home run derby where he was just, like, really, really, like, just hitting everything. And Also a former Yankee, and if he isn't trying, I'm claiming. <laughs> but, like, like, he had 42, 48, 50 home runs, 47 home runs, 41 home runs, 40 home runs with the Yanks a season, mm -hmm. 41 with the Angels. Like, he put up some big, like, like hitting... Uh, wait, what am I looking at? Oh, I'm looking at the one. He was up. He was. Oh, yeah, you're looking at doubles. At, uh, doubles. doubles. Man, you're looking man, at doubles, man. Doubles. Trust Holy me. <laughs> I, yeah, no, I love Bobby Abreu because I loved him over then, in Philly. A 288 hits. Okay, but that's still a lot of doubles. Um, and oh, he had power. He had uh, several hundred RBI seasons, man. Yeah. 110, 101, but, 105, 102, 107, 101, 100, 100, like like a bunch of them. But buddy, and... not a single, only a two-time All-Star in almost a 20-year career. One gold glove on Silver Slugger. And I can get outfields kind of hard. He wasn't flashy. And people, like, he, like I said, he he did this quietly, man. He yeah. did this very Look, quietly. I, I love Bobby. Right? When, when we traded for him, I was like, this is the greatest day ever. Yeah, he was he but... was pretty good with the Yanks for like half a season and, and then two more after that. Yep. And then he goes to the Angels. You guys win the World Series without him. <laughs> he was he was the Phillies he was, he was the Phillies Ryan Howard big player before they got Howard and everybody else I would say yeah he was in that like that era of the Phillies where they were trying to get good and they yeah. just weren't and then he nothing clicked he got out yeah he got out like at the end of it because uh, like they didn't need him no more yeah um, I can't but, do it by eleven yeah uh, two ninety one average out of all of that. And I'm looking the at homers. the the what is it? Where's the comparison thing here? I'm trying to find that. There's always that comparison thing that I have that shows them next to other players. Mm -hmm. Which, if anybody doesn't use Baseball Reference or NFL Reference or um, whatever or the NBA Reference or even Sport Track when we're talking contracts, you guys really should. You'll get more insight on yeah, some even stuff. Yeah, just like that. yeah, the the basic stuff that you could see on first similarity scores. So like similar batters, they have him like like Luis Gonzalez. They got Bernie Williams on here, kind of like him. Garrett Anderson, Torrey Hunter again, um, Johnny Damon. So <sighs> that level of batter, where it's just like, I guess Hall of Very Good. But I could see yeah. him. I could see Bobby Abreu getting it at like this is not his last year, right? No, like next year would oh, be his cool. last year. But I could see him getting in the last year or on one of those committees, like the veterans committees or whatever. That's where I would see him getting in. It's like, oh, yeah, he's Venezuelan and all that sort of stuff. Like, I think that he'll get points for stuff like that. Yeah. And high war. Look at this war. So, 
Okay. <laughs> Your boy, Andy Pettit. Absolutely not. <laughs> not even on the bias I've talked trash about. Everybody Andy just Pettit talks about the postseason stats. His postseason yeah. numbers, you know? I mean, like, I even, look, I'll be the first for to tell you, I think it was a stretch that Mucina got it. But Pettit just wasn't, I'm, I'm bringing it up. I gotta get the, I gotta get the hate fuck out of me for, um, <laughs> I, I, I don't like it. Yeah, yeah, well, listen, he, 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 he was a squealer on Clemens, that wasn't proven. Yeah. But 256 wins, 153 losses, 385 ERA, um, you know, that matters. Strikeouts, he had a lot of strikeouts, sure. Yes, he got the Yankees World Series out of it. He also got to Houston to the World Series when the NL. Um, only a three-time All-Star. Never got a Cy Young. I don't think he was ever really fully um, contention for, like, a top Cy Young, except for, like, you know, the first couple of years. He had some good wins. Yeah, you know, 20, like only season. one 20. His second season was his the, the closest he got to a Cy Young. Yeah. Oh, and look at that ERA so bad. Only it was on the win. So he had 21 wins out of all. He hit 21 twice. No. Yeah. And, and like, I, I have my biases against Pettit, but like that entire dynasty did not have the best pitchers to begin with, except Rocket and, you know, everything else. But I appreciate him. It's like the A Rod stepchild concept or half brother concept. It's like it's a half child, it's fine, it's whatever. Mm. But, you know, no to Andy Pettit. All right. Uh, Omar Vizquel? Nope. Barely remember him. Yeah, he was just known as a defensive player. Uh, he was not known as a as a hitter and hold on and when we think hall of fame we do want majority for us to be an all-around tool player like you know glove yeah. bat you know instinct you're yeah. gonna get guys who just hit homers and that's part of the game you do have the score to win so like like omar Vizquel, he was a, an accumulator of stats because he lasted a very long time in baseball 24 years about 16 years like the fact that he's still on the ballot surprises me i'm like he retired like a long time ago he did 2012 he was with toronto in 2012 that's how how much he bounced around uh but he was just a defensive specialist 11 gold gloves so mm -hmm. if he like he's not getting in he's only got like 18 percent right now of what they've got known so far of only two percent of the ballots and, and just if he if he played during like the 60s or 70s, he probably would it's get in just on those defensive stats alone. It wouldn't be called stop. gold glove; it'd be called Biscal glove. But as as a shortstop, right? As a traditional yeah. shortstop, because that's what he was. He was he was the old school traditional shortstop that was like, I'm very good at stopping the ball and getting it mm -hmm. over to first base. So, and 2,877 hits. That's very close to 3,000, but it took 24 years to get there. And, you know, 80 home runs, uh, 45 war, if you want to count that. Like, the good, like we're seeing guys with 60s. So. And war is just a weird stat to begin with because yeah. you're saying, like, if you did not have this guy, this is the amount of wins that you would get. So I view war on an overall And not a career. terrible hitter, 272 overall of his career. So yeah. he wasn't, like, a, a offensive liability. But he never really had a season where he was just, like, like he lit the league on fire offensively either. Right, he, um, not like forty three, like like those late nineties Cleveland teams. Yeah, he was stealing bases yeah. like forty, thirty steals like a season, something like that. It was also uh, a different game if you guys don't like juice. Back that's right. For the kids who weren't yeah. alive, it was really <laughs> I, I, base stealers. Yeah. You know, Viscel juiced a little bit. He probably would have gotten some higher numbers there. 
I'm just saying. Some higher power yeah. numbers. But he was uh, always a thin, short guy, so there you go. All right, all right. Yeah, another one of the boys, Carlos Beltran. Oh, hell nah. <laughs> I love Beltran. Now, I, this, don't, I, I don't know if I love Beltran. This is a guy. Um, because this of Houston, so I hate him for it. Well, but this is a guy that the the arguments being made right now for him. I mean, know, like I get it. Over the years. Because, I mean, there was a time where he was one of the most sought-after hitters in baseball yeah. when he was, like, just killed it with the Royals coming out of nowhere. Then goes to Houston, has like, one of the most legendary postseasons of all time. And then... Well, I wonder why. You know. No, no, no. Like, well, no, the original Houston run. Oh, okay. When he was with Roger oh, Clemens oh, and then he passed. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. 2004. No, yeah. Like, when he actually was playing. Not, not when he was a bench guy teaching the ways. Dirty tricks. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, you know, rookie of the year, nine-time all-star. Let's see, two silver sluggers, three gold gloves. But those uh, offensive stats and even defensive metrics, too, like the advanced stuff. I mean, 70 war, 435 home runs. That's, that's, that's a lot. It's a lot for a center fielder. Yeah. Um, 279 batting average that's a very good hitter that's he was not really like power power hitter not on that extreme but he wasn't like Doubles a slap triples. hitter either he was yeah he was you know doubles and things like that so he, he just um 2700 well. hits like, like people need to realize a good hitter is about two batting average one of the yeah he was one of the better all-around baseball players guys that could kind of do yeah. a little of everything so that's why he was so highly sought after. And I can see the argument for him later on. He's at 36% right now. And as he as we get more and more years away from the whole Houston thing, the <laughs> the trash can stuff, I think people mm -hmm. were kind of like, they'll soften up a bit. The Astros already won another one. Like maybe he's softer on them than the PEDs. Yeah. Yeah, he's I'll agree with you on that. He, is he who? who He's in the front office now, right? He's with who? The Mets, Mets. now? Okay. Yeah. So maybe yeah, he'll... I, the Mets took him back from the broadcast. Yeah. So maybe he'll try was... and rehabilitate himself that way. Because, like, you know these guys are doing, like, this stuff, being in, still being in baseball to help their Hall of Fame cases. <laughs> you know that, right? Like, that's why A-Rod's on yeah, TV. I... He's trying to get everybody to like him. That's why he's like, you know, Derek Jeter, you know, we're best pals can you love? A, can you love a machine? Yeah. <laughs> Well, I, with AI, it, we're starting to. So, yeah. Uh, so that's why. But I can see Carlos Beltran in the future. All right, next. This is a fun one. Manny. Absolutely not. <laughs> he got hit with too many PEDs, guys. He, he got he, it right at the end, right when they actually started testing for it. And he's like, yeah, sure, yeah. test my piss. And no. Nope. Yeah. I, I can't. I'm going. I'm going to use your argument about the PEDs for a certain person that's come in later. But mm. I also hate Manny, so fuck him. <laughs> fuck him twice, six. <laughs> fuck everything they stands for. Seven. Man. I hate Ramirez. He took the hatred that you should have had for Johnny Damon, um, David Ortiz, uh, 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 Beckett, all that stuff. Because My Manny goal. just made you detest him. <laughs> all those guys. Ferret. I know I liked Veritech. Yeah. Um, all those guys, Manny Ramirez, I, you just hated him. If you guys thought it was bad when Thaddeus was just doing the bat flip, 
remember and his uh, manager at that time was talking that ish and not yeah. liking it he would not have survived having manny i i despise manny he can't fight he doesn't know how to squabble he's fat he's on that ped thing with the alcohol mix I mean, um he cries man, all the time man grew up he's literally the yankees man oh yeah i, I got this don't worry and let me look at my two seconds like you mean when what's where he, he lived i mean he grew up in new york right that's where he's, he's from but he's just lived yeah grew up hating the yankees um, he, he literally the character of key and peel slap ass uh <laughs> eight or nine is yeah. based off of manny ramirez yeah if you guys don't know please look at them fuck you manny ramirez 10. but man if not for those peds he would have been in a oh he'd be in yeah sure but, yeah sure uh, listen i don't believe in tribalism in my sports but when it comes to manny ramirez and the houston astros 2017 you know i bring it yeah okay so uh chase utley this is another one that's kind of like on the fringes of no. jimmy rollins you know absolutely like those not. two guys are probably going together on the last of course of it's balance. like two philly guys yeah not so, for me not chase as a second baseman in the national league he was always one of the top ones because so i obviously in my division with the marlins so i saw him a lot uh, 16 year career yeah and um always known as one of the dirtier players on the field as well yep so and of course uh you know max favorite player of all time so uh, but he's getting up there he's got 54 percent. i think he's gonna get it at the end I, I think he will when did he retire he didn't like when did he when did chase out 2017 2017 i have okay. his thing right now yeah, 2018. Uh, 2018. So, yeah, we're only like six years or five years into this, right? Yeah. Um, so he's he's going to get it. He's at 54% now with the ballots that they have. In, in, uh, I don't know what he They got to go 75, it. right? Yeah, 75 minimum. So he's going to get tough, it. Man. They're going to give it to yeah. him. They're going to give it to him at the end. Like year eight, nine, or ten. That's when he's getting yeah. it. What, what's the uh, ratio? How long do you get on the ballot? I don't remember. Ten years. Get ten years oh, to stay on the ballot. Just so, so stupid. You, you. If you guys were my original, go back to the archives of sports groups. Yeah, like the first yeah, Hall of Fame thing where I said Charles doesn't care about it. Yeah, but it's Still it's it's, it's, a, it's a fun exercise to kind of look back at stuff. All right, uh, Andrew Jones is another guy that's getting a lot of a lot uh, of like relooks by people. Because... I didn't put him for a guy that you're gonna get to because of a guy you're gonna get to, but I can see the argument for him. Yeah, his prime was really really good. Like really, really good. Um, he he made center field just he made catches so nonchalant, made it look too easy. I remember my dad mm -hmm. hated him because he's like he just makes yeah. looks like he looks like he doesn't care. But yep. it's just because he was so good at it that he made it just look so easy in center field. And I mean, I got Tango gloves, dude. That's good. Yeah. Uh, five time All Star, um, span four hundred thirty four home runs over a span of seventeen years. Yeah was the uh right there with like the two-headed monster they had with him and chipper jones on those Braves yeah, teams also a yankee that, uh, and we will claim him yeah but uh on those brave teams that continuously choked in the playoffs yep. that doesn't help the postseason numbers don't help that's right he didn't get the one because he came in a league after yeah he, he yeah he didn't get the one in the shortened season because that's oh. asterisk there and the braves lost in 96 to the yanks they lost in 97 yeah. to the Marlins. They lost in 98 to yeah. the Padres. They lost yeah. in 99 to the Yanks. Yeah. They lost in 2000 to the Mets. 
Like they, and he they, had big time value, and he didn't do yeah, it. They mm. lost in 03 to the cut. Like every season, they were in the playoffs, and they lost every year to somebody. And his postseason numbers, like I'm, I'm gonna look at these now. I mean, he had 273. That's okay, but I, I think that's in the stellar. world, he, he had a good World Series that first one against the Yanks, but then like he um, disappeared in '99, 077. In the 99 World Series against the Yanks. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, he, he disappeared completely. Um, well, that pitching level was on a different, you know, level at that time. Well, that's true. But still, like, that's your, one of your superstars. And yeah, that's your guy. He had hit. He didn't. There's no such thing as, like, a prime in that stage at that time. But he was being, he was kind of like a face of the franchise a little bit. I mean, he came up when he was 19 years old. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but uh, his defensive numbers and his overall stuff, I mean, he was... He fell off a cliff when he went to L.A. Yeah, that's what happened. He fell off a cliff. He got fat. <laughs> yep. He got fat. I love it. If you ever look at his picture, too, yeah. like what they have on Baseball Reference, it, it, it was before the end of times. He's still kind of a little bit of a big boy. But. Yeah. But um, his prime was just really, really good, and that's what people are arguing is, like, he, he had a Hall of Fame prime that is very hard to replicate for a lot of people. Uh, I, I, I can make the argument, but I, I sacrificed him for another guy that we came up because I kept just looking at it. 1,900 hits, not even close to 3,000. Yeah. Um, not, not even 2,500. I would have, you know, 434 home runs, not even close well, to that. Like, but the thing is, do you weigh the 400? I think people forget 400 is a very still exclusive club, you know, as it, well. It is, home but runs. like there's so many guys that have gotten at least 450, you know? Like Fred McGriff and has 493. Also- there's also many guys who can at least hit 2,000 or 2,500. Yeah. yeah what, 3,000 exactly. 3, is the litmus for best hitters, yeah. right? The, like his – Like when he, when he fell off a cliff, it completely tanked. For me, just all went down. it tanked his Hall of Fame consideration. I'm like, See, guys, we are a sports show. We're on some hardcore he analysis. Had, if he had, like, averaged out, like, just, like, normally instead of falling off a cliff, and he probably would have gotten the numbers, like, okay – 2,500 or 2,400 hits, yeah, 450 yeah. home runs, maybe even close to 500, 490. Like, and, I, and with, like, defensive stuff, we're like, yeah, give it to him. Mm. Man. Yeah, I can see – I can make the argument for him, but against – but there's a better Andrew him. Jones on this ballot. All right. And you know who it is. Your boy, A-Rod. Oh, I thought we were going to save him for last. Um, <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Yeah. Yes, it's because time. here's the thing. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he always should have been in. And I've always <laughs> said, and I've said on the show too, my approach to A-Rod is that he's my stepchild that I've raised since birth. Mm-hmm. You know, or the half-sibling. You have to accept it. But And I quote, three MVPs, 14-time All-Star, World Series champ, two gold gloves, 10 silver sluggers, batting tile, um, mm-hmm. 696 home runs, 295 batting average, 2,000 RBIs, 3,000 hits. May I take May I take this? Mm. Yeah, go ahead. We're at, we're at 115, by the way. We spent a lot of time on this. But yeah. That's fine. Baseball matters. Yeah, um, sure. The, the cage is going to be short. Matt. Plus hockey short. and basketball, it's happening. That's cool. Yeah, it's happening. <laughs> the PED argument, if you let David uh, Ortiz in, you got to let everybody in. That's one. Two, you have to appreciate who was the best in that era, even if they were juicing. Right? Yeah. Because that's <laughs> the one thing I want you guys to consider. There's due to baseball is both a sight, you know, skill Mm. and a strength skill, right? 
You can knock the ball far, but if you can't see the ball, you ain't hitting the ball. And that's why I always felt like the Hall of Fame and their righteous ignorance of how they want to approach it during the steroid era failed to consider. I can take PEDs right now. Let me get that Trevidol and all that yeah. stuff. Francisco, am I going to hit every ball that comes my way? No way. No. no. Exactly. That's as simple, and that's the argument I'm going to make for every hitter who has been on PEDs, I mean, and you have to look at everything yeah. overall. Pitching, different story. Clemens was never hit in, in, with the piss. Just remember that. Like, he was accused, but never, like, fully got it. So he's not Rafael Palmeiro lying through his teeth. <laughs> yeah. Um, you got to do A-Rod. He was the face of three franchises. Texas, Seattle, Yankees, right? Coming into it. He, he shaped the gap. Is he inauthentic? Absolutely. Is he robotic? Sure. Is he guapo? Muy guapo. As, as Jeremy had said on our show, he's a sociopath. <laughs> he's a sociopath. And he is a sociopath. But you got to do him because he... Is he the greatest of all time? I wouldn't give him that. You know, I think... He, remember, he had a switch He stopped position. taking the PED so he couldn't recover from the injuries to not to, so he yeah. could accumulate the numbers to get to 700 and challenge for for yeah. hank aaron well and y'all love war so much i'm gonna read it to you 117.5 yeah. that's insane almost doubled than all the other guys that we listed mm -hmm. we don't have that 2009 win without him and hideki matsui we love you hideki go godzilla mm. um godzilla well that was his nickname i know but i'm just saying it's oh, okay. relevant oh, oh you'll see yeah obviously uh, tipping my hand there earlier. He is a New York boy. A and the other thing I would consider if if you're gonna be no, he's from the there. he's from the streets of of Kendall, my my dude. You remember that? Oh no no, born July 20th, in New York, New York. That's I, all. That's all I'm wrapping it. I know, but he you know he played he grew up oh, in the hard streets he, of Kendall. He he's gonna be there day one <laughs> in Miami, um, for Vice City to be released for GTA Six. I you gotta do it. Don't. You're going to get political for the wrong reasons because all the guys who have been accused of PDs, they were not just launching. They're not doing the Chris, um, not Chris Bryant, but the Chris Davis approach. Even I don't think Davis was doing the PEDs, but he'd be hitting homers, but he's in the 190 of that the area. That was, he was in his head. <laughs> that was a, that was yeah. a mental thing. Right. Yeah. Like, like, Anyways, so that's what it is. Yeah. And, and the last thing I'll cap off on is he admits he had PEDs. You don't know what years he had it. And on somebody who had a very long career totaling to 22 seasons. And he suffered a miserable death anyway, because we just pushed him out. Okay. He made a lot of money. Face the franchise. You, you give it to him. We accept right. him. That is my defense he, for he's you. Done he's done his penance. time. Okay. What, what says you? I, I, at this point, I would want Barry Bond should be in. Yep, I agree. Mark McGuire and Semi Sosa for saving baseball should be in. Yep. Um, and uh, Roger Clemens should be in. And yeah, let A Rod in. Sure, why not? Um, you you kind of have to look at these guys and and kind of tell the history of baseball like hey this was also part of of the era right and sure i mean you would have to let him in you'd have to let manny in in like a future veterans committee type of thing where it's just like hey look man uh he 
He was a wild character. A lot of people hated him, but a lot of people loved him. And but he hit. <laughs> that man could hit. And yeah. you know, he's playing into his fifties in Taiwan or whatever, right? So like that's it's insane. These so. men, the PED heiress, were the forerunners of baseball. Yeah. Like it, now it we're getting the most launch important. angle and all that stuff, but but like man, of those guys they, they they brought it back. They brought all the offense and the fun back because then the offense and the fun kind of stopped, and now it's coming back again. So it's and if you realize, unlike Rafael Palmero, who apparently I just have an agenda for and never knows it, the guys that we named they were accused and found to be a, they were literally the face of their team, and at some point the face of baseball. Mm. I don't make the rules, guys. I'm yeah. I'm just giving you the gospel. I'm sorry. Yeah. Sosa, McGuire, face of baseball for those through that year and a half. The Hall of right, is also part popularity contest. So yeah, guys, that you know. It, yeah. All right. Next one is another guy that gets a lot of um, consideration from people is Billy Wagner. Nope. So this is another one where those guys were just like him and K-Rod were just like, man, that you look back at the numbers of him being an elite closer and won one Rolaids relief as the best relief pitcher in, in baseball seven-time all-star and let's see had 422 saves so not even as much like i think k-rod had had a, had a bit more 400 and like 40 something or something, something like that so that we just saw and had really let's see did he ever even do anything in the postseason billy see. never came up man uh he was with houston My a long time right? Uh, yeah, with the Astros, he played in some postseason, but they never made the World Series with him. He was on the Mets that one year in 06 when they were really good. And I think seven he, time All Star, one time Rolaids. Yeah, but he wasn't that great against the Cardinals in that series. 422 saves. And then was with Boston and Atlanta for like a couple of seasons, which is weird. 16 years. I mean, because for me, the only thing I tell relievers is Hoffman and Mariano were my litmus test. So they are. That's the generation we grew up into baseball. Yeah. Right? So I get it. But like with closers, I guess it's just that there's so few that last that long. But I've Anyways. seen old closers be good too. Hmm. Hoffman and um, Mariano were there. I don't remember, you know, Wagner's end times. Yeah, I and, guess. But like, even. I'm just going by like what other closers that have gotten in are like like the, the average Hall of Fame closer compared to the because there's plenty of closers that go come and go but guys that last 16 years that's a long yeah, time it's man. gotta be something so well that, let me I give it to him on longevity along with K, like he's in that same class as K Rod it's like okay these okay. guys were known like we knew that Billy Wagner was like an elite closer but. Well, he for did get an all-star in his final couple of years, yeah. so I'll give him that credit. For one reason or another, like, he's just on teams that, you know, didn't do anything that kind of gave you the thing. Like, at least K-Rod got that World Series, and he was actually, that's where everybody found out about him, you know? Like, Billy Wagner mm -hmm. never had that. All right, Joe Maurer. Yep, I, that was yeah. my other one. Yeah. Even with catcher. the injuries, he made catcher, he made it there. It's, you, you guys have to realize Two you're not going to get – yeah, exactly. You're not going to get the sexy stats of a, a catcher and shortstop are not supposed to be your power hitters. Man had 2,000 hits and only 143 home runs, but 2,000 hits is still impressive. As a catcher, short yeah. career. Yeah, 306 batting average, almost 1,000 RBIs at 923. Still bases enough. 
five-time Silver Slugger, six-time All-Star, three-time Gold Glove, three-time batting title. People make the argument you know, like, oh, he played first base a lot. It's like, well, okay, yeah, sure. At the end, of His the back game. was shot. He had to go. Yeah, exactly. And he still... He was the face of the franchise for the Twins. You knew who he was. Y'all yeah. didn't know who David Ortiz was. Don't give me this line stuff. You loved him when he was in Boston. They were like, so you're like, ah, it's whatever. You knew who Joe Mauro was. Yeah. Yeah, Joe Mauro gets in for me. I'm so impassioned by it's this man. The catcher position is so rare, and when you look at them, you look at the other guys, it's like, yeah, yeah, him, Buster Posey, uh, mm-hmm. uh, even Yadier Molina. People are gonna come have that argument. It's like, yeah, he's in. <laughs> you don't have catchers that last that long that are that good, and defensively, of course. Uh, all right, this is my guy, Gary Sheffield. Oh yeah. I mean, he's not getting in because of all those aforementioned PED things, but yeah, you and I both love Gary. But even then, he wasn't as, like, it's still, he's one of those, like, French, like, David Ortiz, once again, I that's the argument I'm using here. Like, David Ortiz is in, Mike Piazza's in, he had the same kind of, like, things. That, P- Pudge Rodriguez, the same thing. Like, Gary Sheffield, this, this is the one chance, Charles. This is the last, this is the last guy that the Marlins will legitimately have for decades. For Gary decades. should just get it just for the batting stance. Well, alone. that the most I mean, iconic. He was one of the stance. coolest looking players for that batting stance alone. Made the Marlins look really, really good. Was one of the elite hitters of the '90s. Hit 500 mm-hmm. home runs. Um, 26, all, 8, 89 hits, 509 home runs, 292 around, batting average. Pretty good player. Um, Nine-time All Star batting title. And he's legitimately the one guy that you could put. For the Marlins. So if you want to say baseball in South Florida, baseball writers, just think about the entire context of the sport. We need one guy because he's the only guy left. I've, I've, I'm Marlins historian. I'm telling you all. He is the last guy. We have no one else. Miguel Cabrera is going in as a Tiger. And we have nobody else. Giancarlo. If you ever so happen to get healthy again and demand a trade back to Miami, that's probably the only other guy that could legitimately be a Marlin in the Hall of Fame. Uh, and Aaron Boone said he's going to be good next year, so he's going to be incredibly injured he's, next he's year. He's going to be hurt. Yeah, <laughs> damn it. Oh, we just know it. Oh, just, just demand the trade back. You know, we'll give you pennies for him, and we'll just call it even. All right? He'll come back home. We love him here. Right, and mm-hmm. that's fine. So, but any case, yeah, Gary Sheffield's the last one, unless Giancarlo finds a way to get healthy enough to get to 500. Um, all right, the, these two that are okay. The obvious is Adrian Beltre. He's getting in. We don't have to. Yeah, that was my I sacrifice Andrew Jones for Adrian Beltre. But he's getting in. He's got 3,000 hits. He's he's good. Yeah. We're good to go. And yeah. uh, the last one is the other one people are making arguments for in the Larry Walker sense is Todd Allen. I am. I appreciate Todd Helton. I'm not giving it to Todd Helton. I can see if you gave it to him, if we're going to put it on the Rollins road to the Hall of Fame, mm. but it, it never resonated for me. These are guys that we remember, too, even when we were young and coming in. 97, 2013. I'm looking at it now. 2,500 hits, 369 home runs, three, 316 batting I average. War, nice I don't also, like. Yeah. yeah, I don't like war as a, as a construct, but it's 61. But, you know, five all-stars, three golden gloves, yeah, four man. silver sluggers batting title if you give it to him fine because if you can tell the current guys coming in aren't all that strong i i just colorado i think he's a victim of circumstance because i don't remember colorado going 
deep but people, a lot into the postseason. Well, they had that one World Series, and he was correct, but he was also near the end of his run, I think. No, no, that was like 07, so that was he was like 33, so he was still in his like the late era of his prime. Yeah, 07, he was 33. Yeah, <sighs> hit 320, like he was good in 07, believe me. Um, yeah, I remember, and it's just you're asking me to go totality, bud. Yeah, I know, but but the, you know the whole course field thing. Like people once again make the the comparisons. Like they they've shown like in his prime, in his good years, like he was still good on the road. So it wasn't the cores effect with him. I, I, I don't know. I, I honestly I would give it to him. It just I feels like a lot of last gas guys. So you know. Fine. Well, that's well, that's the point of this. Like that's why it's ten years. Like, we're not, the, I'm not saying he was a first ballot guy, but I'm just like, hey man. That era of the Rockies, yeah, he was because known, of you. And any other team would have wanted him on his team, on their team at that era. Like if you if you could have traded for him, you would have. I so, think Matt Holiday was also responsible for 2007. Just say, <laughs> yeah, a bit. But I mean, Todd Helton was the face of that franchise. So true. And he was, he was good. I mean, he's got. I can give go, it He was good I, defensively. Three it. gold gloves. He got he got a batting title. I mean, yeah. I like it. I, I view and, and you know one of the last guys that you... stayed his entire career with the team too. So. Yeah, I I do view batting average a little bit higher than some of the other metrics for um, yeah. baseball. You know, not everything's dingers and you know going to like hits sometimes. Well, hits obviously come from batting average, but like RBIs a lot. Yeah, it right. matters a lot, especially in postseason. I, I think we're spoiled in today's time, which is it's a different kind of game. It's a young man's game. Everything's about dingers, man. But getting that high end batting average, when you're going over the three or close to three, you're basically saying almost double, almost two times I'm always on base and I'm getting a hit, yeah. essentially. Maybe sometimes three. I don't think people realize how important that is. Um, wow. Playoffs are a weird metric because it's different stuff, but I I can give it to them. That sure. took a long time, Charles. We're at an hour 30. So For a sports show, everybody. Let's, uh, yeah, we actually did talk about sports. So uh, we'll do the non sponsors now. People and places and. Things and concepts, what have you been enjoying last week? And uh, all right, Charles. Uh, so for me, for me, uh, I would say, what have I been really enjoying the last week? Well, I, I, I'll give it to something that I, I use a lot. Um, I'm going to go on moneypuck.com. All right. Okay. As you know, Charles, I am a hockey guy. He's a hockey guy. You got yeah. me into hockey. I'm a I hockey guy me. now too. I'm, I'm but uh, you know, I'm I'm a little deeper than that. You know, that's that's what he said. Um, <laughs> so like, you know, I, I I analyze the game differently because I kind of have to, I guess. I'm a journalist. Mm-hmm. Ugh. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm a guy. I'm a the person that looks at the sport from an objective standpoint. Woof. Uh, but money puck is good for me. They they do the um, the the playoff odds and everything like that. And during the games, they have all of these stats. So we got a bunch of games on tonight, Charles. Some interesting games. Let's pick the aforementioned Ottawa Senators. Why not? They're playing the New York Rangers right now. And during the game, they have this live um, uh, stats here. Uh, you know, penalties, a chance of winning percentage here, right? Ottawa's looking good tonight. The deserve to win meter which I like, which kind of takes a bunch of metrics. It kind of puts it like, okay, 
if he ran 500 or 1,000 simulations, uh, who would normally win this game? And right now it's a, you know, the Rangers are maybe getting shafted a bit in this one because they got a 50.3%, but they're still losing by three goals. But uh, and they're taking a lot of penalties here. But regardless, they've got all these stats. They've got a bunch of stats here on expected goals. Um, and uh, you can kind of mess around with all these these things to kind of get the, the advanced metrics that, that you want and you want to look at for, for each team live during games or to do as your own little research for yourself. Um, they got betting lines, you know, you know, hard rock. I'm here. I'm ready. I'm ready to ruin lives. I'm ready for college I, I, I will tuitions. plug you guys. Yes, I will plug. You can plug me. We can plug each other, right? <laughs> and they got power rankings here that you can go player by player as well with their stats. And I, I just I like the way they have everything set up here. Um, if you, if you want to get into the game and kind of know who's good and who's not, Charles. Because right now. Like our, our my boy Sam Reinhart, he's having a great start to the season. Scored 16 goals so far. He's up there in one of the top scores in the NHL right now. He's 12.5 expected goals. Yeah, like that's really good. Austin Matthews, that Mexican bastard, he's really good at hockey though. And he's in Vancouver, right? He's in okay. Toronto. Yes. Toronto. I know yeah. it was a blue jersey. Yes. You yes. see, I'm learning. I'm learning. Because he's, he's, I've uh, actually played against him in the ones now thing. So we're, we're migrating. Yeah, there we go. But uh, Austin Matthews, as you know, right? The man knows his his way around a burrito. And, mm -hmm. you, you know, he's he's really good at hockey. And you can see he's he's tops in leagues with regards to that. Our boy, Sidney Crosby, he's always good at hockey, Charles. He's always good. We, You know, I haven't gotten an answer as to whether we'll see this man play hockey. So you have oh, to give me shit. That. <laughs> yeah, thank you for reminding. Yes, uh, so because this man is really good at hockey, and he is the one guy that I've told everybody that I've seen is the best player I've ever seen play hockey in my lifetime. Um, from what I'm, I've seen, like I've seen Yager, I've seen like these legends, yes, but but Crosby himself is is uh, on another level. He's like LeBron. He's he's sees the game. Breaking news: Yankees are getting Alex Verdugo from Red Sox for pitchers. Oh, so okay. I don't know if that's good or bad, but okay. interesting. All right, and I, I would I would take it Soto, but fine. So a lot of great great players here, right? Zach Hyman, Evander Kane, Tyler Toffoli, uh, just just really good hockey players. We can go by that. You can go by goalies as well to see their stats. But it's been a very good resource for me. After every Panthers game, I always put up the deserve a winometer, and just kind of gives me ideas to how the game went along, because sometimes it does confirm some stuff from from the eye test. Uh, so like, yeah, okay, and then you see it in the in the numbers. I'm like, ah, okay, so my observations were were correct, or sometimes they might surprise you. Everyone's like, oh man, I didn't realize it was like that. So just if you want to get into the game a little bit more, a little more more in depth. I say money puck is where you should go. So um, promo go uh, promo code uh, uh, deep. Deep. Um, I'm going to give you two. I'm going I'm to exercise my Andrewness mm. uh, to come into it. So the first one you had hinted at. So we go from there. So I went to the movies on mm. Sunday. Did I go see the Taylor Swift Eras concert uh, movie? Not that I would be against it. I would be. I'm not crazy about the music. She's okay person no i did not do that 
oh, did you go see whatever else is sexy and out there at the box office going from there? Um, you know, whatever new thing, hotness that comes in. I'm trying to see what other movies are so I can make the my Marvels. bit interesting instead of just going to <laughs> the Marvels. Unfortunately, did you go see, you know, The Hunger Games? No. Did you see Napoleon, which is not going to be historically inaccurate? No. I went to go see Godzilla minus one. Oh, Charles, the sub Japanese subtitled uh, Godzilla. Yeah, my buddy Houdini is a huge oh, yeah. Godzilla yeah. fan. Um, I like Godzilla. You know, I think Godzilla's fine. Same way how I like old westerns. Grandma made me watch it, so you just have an appreciation of it. The American ones are more big, loud noises. I think Godzilla vs. Kong is terrible until they actually fought. Anybody who's seen it, just skip through the acting because the screenplay is really bad. But, you know, the fighting is good. I did like Godzilla 2014 and King of Monsters. King of Monsters is fantastic. Bear McCreary does the soundtrack for them. He also did the soundtrack for God of War. I don't have to say anything else besides that. It's awesome. Go listen to it. Mm. But, but this movie... I haven't seen a lot of movie in theaters this year. We talked about it several times on the show in seasons past where how the need of going to the movies is kind of unnecessary because it's going to be available to me four or five weeks later on a streaming service. But this was probably the best movie I've seen in theaters. It is a nine and a half, maybe a 10 coming into it. I'm not being hyperbolic. It is try. It is tough to kind of um, assess certain things when it's a foreign film, you know, about acting because there is a Japanese culture of mannerism. There is something very Japanese culture into it of how they do their actors. Same thing of how you would watch a um, Bollywood film. But it basically takes place still in the 1940s, like the late 1940s, 45, 46. It deals with survivor's guilt. It deals with trying to move on with your past. It deals with trying to find hope. It's dealing with not letting go of the past. All while big old monster wants to destroy the government. Also deals with some smart playing of like how the governments will hide things from you. And I'm not talking about deep state January 6th stuff. The guys, get over it, right? Y'all up in your own asses, 12, onto it. Um, but... It, it was just good. It felt very human and emotionally connected. And I know that's what we were saying it for a monster film, but when you see it, you understand it's not really slow. It, it marinates its characters well enough, which I don't think I've seen in a Godzilla film. The animation is on a $15 million budget, but they made Godzilla look good. His, um, his roar is fantastic. It's different than what you realize for the latest ones. Uh, they call him prehistoric dinosaur, which is what I like because the American ones have been investing him as a, pseudo prehistoric dinosaur yeah like kind of like atomic titans, stuff yeah yeah almost, or just an evolved thing in a way his uh, his atomic breath is fantastic because of what it actually does not a kamehameha beam that's all i'll tell you i loved it i i felt it i felt a little you know uh stirring emotion in my chest i'm like no little tear you hide back in like uh, claudio chance meatballs it anybody who kind of knows the history of japan i don't want to go like too much into it for it but anybody who knows the history of japan post world war ii would realize how they had to do a lot of the people had to do a lot of rebuilding from the war how their government got them screwed over and also the destruction that we did to them too in our air raids and dropping nuclear bombs plain and simple y'all might not like it y'all can keep your and, you know that US was tribalism. The, that was the original onus or the you know of the first godzilla the, yeah. the original film if anybody's seen that i've seen it I've seen the American well, version, and it's still not yeah. that bad. Uh, they they yeah. took out some stuff, but like, like that movie, it's not a mon- It's not really a monster movie. Yeah, the monster is just a, a, a metaphor, a represent a symbol of 
of the oh, atomic like, bomb and stuff like that. Like everything else, Hollywood and its extensions yeah. perverted an idea to make it a multi-million dollar industry. But That's it, what it, it was not meant to be like, oh, this is fun, monster, whatever. No, it was well, meant to be like, oh, this this is, this is human. <laughs> yeah, well, would you expect to see a Godzilla movie, which is how a monster movie, be dealing with the prospect of finding, you know, an orphan baby um, or dealing with orphan children that you're going to be inheriting because, you know, bomb raids happened and those parents said no there's a connection to it it's very good it's fantastic the acting is good i i don't know how to judge foreign film acting that's not spanish i'm sorry like that's all i can tell you because you know american acting i understand obviously because i know the language and the mannerisms is what western cinema ought to be i understand you know um spanish cinema as well called basically anything alfonso Cuaron or um guillermo del toro or a few of the other people that we have in there there's some things, but I, I thought it was fine. I thought the acting was good for what it was portraying. I thought the emotion was there was conveyed. I thought the writing was, and the thing is, is like subtitles are never going to be hundred percent accurate, but I think it got across the message. Score was fantastic, beautifully shot, marinated characters. Godzilla looked like an animal, essentially like a beast in that sense. Nine and a half out of ten, or ten, I haven't decided yet. Go see it. Go support it. This is why we sometimes have to get away from the mind-numbing action that we get not just on marvel because it's so easy to throw at them now because they've been tanking but marvel dc stupid action movies that you, you can always enjoy your rampages right but you know i i i i want a little bit more of this as opposed to seeing black adam and you know i hated black adam when i saw it this this year i, I think i didn't pay for it but i can never get that time back get you some godzilla uh promo code Promo code, I'll just go King of the Monsters. Makes it easy. Mm. Um, the next one I'm going to take, because this was going to be my original one before um, the Godzilla movie, Minus One, go see it in theaters, is, or I should have plus one. Ah, you know, missed the opportunities. Mm -hmm. the, the next one is, you already know what it is, because I've been sending you photos of what I've been putting on my food. But uh, yes. I, I love the hot sauce. I love the flavoring. And the last time I did a non-sponsor of a hot sauce, was the peach serrano that i got from pepper palace and i gave pepper palace a shout out but this one we're going to go to a specific brand and melinda's if you want to non-sponsor or you want to sponsor us i'll do it any day hmm. follow me on the twitter charles the true fjojr yeah just just anything i've been able to handle it i i originally got it from uh one of the co-workers told me about the ghost pepper i gave it to him he said it was great he said it worked on his caption everything i picked up the melinda's um habanero variety pack on Amazon that had like five different ones for 20 bucks. It's right here. And it was just, it was just worth it. it. The ones that I got out of it was the ghost pepper, extra hot, quadruple hot, mango habanero, which I want to try with wings, garlic habanero, which I will only try with wings. I'm not, I like garlic enough, but we'll go from there. They have like the hottest black truffle, which I haven't had. I don't like black truffle like that because I find them to be oily. If you ever had truffle fries, hmm. Guys, it makes the earth go round. I've only opened up two of the five because I, in my good faith, I can have five separate ones are open. You know what I mean? But it is the extra hot and then the ghost pepper. I put on my pizza that I had on Saturday yeah. and it was delicious because it masked what you got to do with some of these hot sauces. Because I know like ghost pepper, oh, Charles, you're going to sweat. If you use it to mask it in something like ketchup or sauce, like tomato sauce, something like that, it's going to really just kind of get the zest out. I put some on my tacos just before I saw the show. I had four tacos. I had two before the show. I'm going to have two after. Does the ghost pepper burn my lips a little? Is this what yeah. you have? This, this mini liquid spice rack? Or... No, I didn't have the mini liquid spice rack. It was off of Amazon that I had it, but it was like the variety pack. Um, 
it is flavorful it punches you in the mouth a little bit so like the heat indexes you'll see oh they have a pizza crush red pepper yes, say what do. yeah that's what i was saying oh that's that's sweet thai chili if i cooked more often yeah here's the black truffle it's mexicana um I, I don't know anything about it. It was just by happenstance. But isn't that life? Life is about chance encounters. Say hi to that girl. Say hi to that guy. Call him Pikachu on, on uh, Halloween and stuff like that. Go is this the one you got? The ghost pepper it. wing sauce? Is that the one? No, those are just the wing sauce. Okay. Well, I, I just it, it, it was. You got, you got a bunch of. I'm, I'm going down the list here. Yeah. I mean, you might be easier to just type in Amazon variety pack. Okay, but I mean, these are all their offerings anyway, so I'm just showing each and every one. Yeah, and and like the heat index level goes from there, and it's going to last me for a long time. I'm not going to like rotate, you know, stuff out. I don't want to expire. Oh, that's the black one that you saw. Here we go. This is the ones right here. There we go. So the black one, which is the the quadruple exercise reserve. I haven't opened that yet. I got that. The garlic habanero I want with the wings. I have not had the originals hot sauce, which is a green bottle. But they'll give you like the index um, yeah, flavor of the heat. Though, yeah. and, and I've also had like, you know, the hot ones, you know, how they had the bomb or whatever. And I had it, and that stuff made me sweat. And if you put it in like some barbecue sauce, you can get the mesquite out of it. But this stuff I could just have on like anything on my tacos, on a burrito, on a quesadilla, on like chicken. I, I think I mixed it with. You put dabblets in. Oh my! I brought that. I brought that shit thirteen to, to Thanksgiving. I had the mm. I had the ghost pepper on my right, and there's a mango habanero. I have the uh, extra hot on my left, which is on the bottom right corner, right there next to the gold. What was that gold one? Mm. Ooh, hot mustard sauce. Yeah, that's what I was looking at. I'm like, this kind of intriguing. Brother, if you give me some it's like Milanesa, yeah, if you give me some Milanesas, I can Look the fried stuff, guys. I can play with that, man. I, I don't know twelve pack, but I can play with that. <laughs> Yeah, no, man. If you guys like brown mustard, that's essentially why you should get this. But it is flavorful. I don't know how it happened, and I, I just took a chance on it, and I needed to take that chance yeah, on it. Mango. And the mango I got, it's gonna be for wings. We got the chicken, you know, and I will develop a dab. And there, there'll be some stuff that you saute. Like I can mix it up a little bit, croissant, and put dabs of it, because I don't want to like make the chicken and just dab on the hot sauce. I think I don't like that. I like my uh, wings wet my drums and legs wet you know what i mean but I, I don't know if i can advocate for an entire filling but you put a base on it wait well pop Ooh, what did you see Mel- i saw the um melinda's naga holokia pepper hot sauce yeah we got that uh, scorpion pepper now that, that that's gonna be my sphincter just done <laughs> oh let's take a peek you want fire that's easy anyone can strike a match if you can strike a balance a balance of heat and flavor for themselves on equal footing millennials would probably sell the perfect balance millennials naga is a close relative to our ghost pepper sauce graduate of the naga holokia peppers from the state of uh in india so i explained mm-hmm. it's like it is hot like over one million scofield but made millennials with the whole fresh ingredients the best person the planet ah man like two years get back to me on it but it's good guys and sometimes if you just have that bland turkey you know at thanksgiving or if you have holiday coming up you got to get christmas ham and stuff like that or if you want to put on your pizza or you just want some flavor with some heat he's not bad for you andrew would die if we gave him like some the two that i've had he would literally sweat i try to give my folks some let me see let me me go on the shop here and get and you like hot sauce so it's like yeah i mean i i i made the uh the nachos uh, on Sunday. How were they? You didn't give me a result on those. Oh, I, asked. I, I, I mean, I, I ate the whole. I, I have a. It, I put it inside of a hockey helmet. That's what it was inside of. So oh, I, I ate the whole damn thing, uh, all by all by my lonesome. It was pretty good though. Um, yeah. and, but I, I, of course, I had my. I just you know re- regular chili flakes. So I'm mixing it in by the end of it. But I, I bought um, 
a street taco sauce from from Aldi's when I was shopping for everything. I'm like, oh, this looks interesting. interesting. I'm gonna get that. And it was pretty good. Has a nice little bit of kick to it. Not too much, of course, but just just enough. I just I just had some now with some some tortilla chips that I had before we uh, we started here. But uh, you know this this list of stuff intrigues me. I put it here at the. Uh, let me see. Can I add it? Can I put it at the one level? So this is the uh, the one. This is the baby level. If we want to <laughs> give it to Andrew, um, the original. Right. Um, right now, if we did it like the baby level, he's still not ready for that. Yeah. Didn't I, you I, tell I, me that you went to have like food with him and he was sweating? Maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I forgot what we got, but uh, I think it was something Latino, something like that. Yeah. Anyways, well, guys, if mayo is spicy for you, we understand that. <laughs> I mean, the spicy mayo. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm not. I don't mind a good spicy mayo. Um, but yeah, yeah, this intrigues me. Especially that mustard. That really does intrigue me. Yeah, the mustard caught my eyes. If you like to do like fried meat, fried chicken kind of thing, I think that'd be a good spread. Mm-hmm. Looks good. They got recipes. Oh, hold on. This, this is getting yeah. dangerous. It's very good. getting dangerous. Wait, do they give you the recipe for this? Oh, okay. This oh, buffalo wrap. Okay, you can make up. the mango salsa. All right, I see that. I see how that is. That looks good. Hold on, let's go down this. That's okay. Pull apart ham and Swiss sliders. All right, yeah, I can. I can do that for sure. Uh, panades. Okay. Uh, the mango salsa. Uh, sliders, okay. Yeah, sliders. I mean, the cheesy ghost pepper buffalo wrap just speaks to me. I would die. My colon would just open up the gates of heaven. Yeah. Um, in a way that so, nothing could be safe. Oh, uh, Melinda's Korean-inspired ghost pepper braised short ribs. I love short yeah. ribs. Yeah, avocado sauce. Salsa. Dude, they're giving you like some like variety these, too. These are good. Yeah, this this looks good. I mean, you got yeah, they got Korean food. They got um all kinds of stuff here. Uh, bacon jam burger. Uh, yeah yeah this is good. you know bloody, I, I i see the spicy bloody melinda's with jalapeno ketchup look at that i that will wake you up i i actually <laughs> do when i do have pasta i put it in the tomato sauce just to give it something more of a texture besides if it's not a sweet marinara um Wait. ooh, mac and cheese that'd be good crunchy Please. tacos Ooh, chipotle cookies yeah right mm. Belizean, i i don't know if i want them my cookies i want sweet <laughs> maybe i don't know i haven't decided oysters yeah well you have horseradish right mm-hmm. if you're just having the oysters raw so <laughs> oh, yeah I remember, see that. uh who, who was the one that was coughing on the hot sauce on on thursday night football whatever oh yeah yeah it was oh, um it was uh it was mark ingram there mark ingram. yeah he was dying because he couldn't he couldn't deal with it and look i get it man like that stuff we put us to the ground went down the wrong pipe um, a bit, maybe Oh, maple habanero honey mustard, bruh! If you yeah. give me something, like, I know this. Like this, pretzels. this, hold on, this intrigues me. I want to see how. I want to see how. Let's see. Okay, the honey mustard. All right, uh, Melinda's yeah. habanero honey mustard, maple yeah. syrup, okay. and then two to three pounds of fried chicken. <laughs> they understand who we are as people. Hell yeah! Empty it into a mixing bowl. Add maple syrup. Stir. Boom! You're done. <laughs> Yeah, I, I yeah. can work with this. I can cook with it. Yeah, that. Yeah, you can Shit, make that. Man. Charles, fourteen. That's easy for you. Yeah, they might get me back. So for those who don't realize, I gave up on living and eating food. I'll have other people cook for me. When I was I'm talking home, about I this. Eat, like, okay, I was talking about this yesterday. This is like a, we're at one fifty one, and yes. um, just like overall, like this year has been all about me getting healthier and everything like that. We're, we're gonna yeah. be at six months at the gym, Charles. Yeah. Next week. So good yeah. for me. Uh, just just overall 
uh, just trying to get healthy. But I, we've been really good this year, both of us, on the fast food. Yeah, I mean, I usually do it like once a month. I have not exercised December yet. That's the treat. And you, you see, when you put like a cap out onto it, I think that's what works. And partially too is, I'll tell you, you don't miss fast food when you cut out for a while. Like that's why it's really just Wendy's. Or when I do want Taco Bell, I get Taco Bell. Plain and simple. Yeah. Um, but, you know, my whole thing is I'm too lazy to cook. Yeah. That's what it is. Hold on a second. Oh, there's my Melinda's Fire Roasted Ghost Pepper Wings. That's why I want to do. Okay. Oh, wait they a second. The, they got the recipe here, man. I want to do like, the garlic uh, wings. Up. But hold on. Scroll down for a second. I saw something that oh. I cannot deny myself. You got beer, yeah. Uh, the pretzel yeah. one. Oh. Bria's, oh. Bria's too hard, man. Bria's super hard for me to do. Yeah, it's messy. It, it takes a while, yeah. Uh, spicy beef, spicy and, beef cheese and cheese stuff, stuff pretzel. Yeah, with honey mustard sauce. Good, brother, I love a good pretzel. Yeah. They got a lot of sweets here, man. That's that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I, I gotta I gotta man. research them. Hot damn! Ramen. I know. Oh, I could make this. Oh yeah, I'm ramen sure should hell, definitely man. have it. Hell yeah! I'm trying to find out more about this company. I mean, they're out of Texas. They're out of Irving. If I were to go back to Dallas, which probably. Well, sometime in the next month, I'll probably. Well, I, I know who's. This is going to sound terrible, and I understand it's probably just going to be a conglomerate over in Germany. But I want to know who is your pepper consultants. I need mm. Hispanic. I need a black person. I mean, I need like that one white guy Irving, from Louisiana. Texas, right? So I would assume they got a Mexican in there. <laughs> yeah, I, I need you know, all that variety. Chipotle. This is a good resource for I'm just straight website, up food, huh? man. Like they got some good recipes out here. This is legit. Yeah. Well. To, for the brevity of time, Melinda's, the brand, hot sauce, it's just so good. Get you some. Get the variety pack for 20 bucks, or try some other stuff if you're if you're not crazy about it. Like, just go on the website or go on Amazon. Promo code, um, you know, hurt so good. Yeah. All right. So, Charles Werve, we spent a lot of time on baseball, on hot sauce, and on GTA. Uh, so, I guess this will be a, a much quicker version of the, uh, the freaking uh, – Petty train. Petty train. But, you know, whatever. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. I, I didn't watch any games this, this weekend for the NFL. Uh, my, my Florida I, State Seminoles got snubbed and screwed. So, we won't have enough time to harp on it. But Next week. We, we, we yeah. can do that as but, we, we can do it next week. Uh, the reaction in the aftermath has gone totally off the rails, Charles. And the year mm-hmm. of Francisco is, is, is in complete chaos right now. I'm, I'm willing to skip the cage this week to address one thing I want to do about the college football thing real quick. Oh, uh, sure. I mean, we... well, I, I don't have to skip the cage. I'm, I'm going to put three lines. I'll make it into a uh, soliloquy here. Yeah. Okay. Or well, haiku. Anyways, well, we'll go on the petty train real, real quick and, All right. and we'll, we'll go from there. Um, but I didn't watch any games. The Dolphins um, narrative has not changed. They have not beaten any real teams yet. Francisco, they have catch up. Oh, okay. oh cool. Melinda's. Cool beans. Melinda's ghost ketchup, Melinda's black pepper ketchup, habanero ketchup, chipotle ketchup, jalapeno ketchup. Dog. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, all right. So we'll, we'll, we'll do um, rapid fire here. Cowboy Seahawks. Trash. All righty. I mean, like, it was a good game. I, I watched it, but, you know, I have to for all. It's one all of the better season. Thursday night football games we've had. So probably in like two years. Yeah. Uh, the Falcons and the Jets. Oof. Man, if you want to watch not. terrible football, that was it. Yeah, that was, that yeah. was the one. Tim, Tim Boyle lost a job, but you know who did not lose a job? Robert Sala. Fire Robert Sala. 
Uh, the Detroit Lions beat the Saints. Uh, oh, I think Carr got injured, and then Winston came in, and and the Lions up. hung on. Yeah. Uh, the Texans beat the Broncos. He said the Broncos were losing steam now. Yep, they they they, they got a little bit too ahead of themselves. Good for Texas, man. Yeah, looking good. Uh, the Chargers beat the Patriots six <laughs> nothing. I'm not saying anything. the worst game of the season, possibly. In a game, in a season full of really terrible games, that that's that like. Do I feel bad for Mac Jones because they went with Zap yeah, Bailey, right. yeah, or Bailey Zap, yeah. yeah. But the thing is, like, there's just nobody there. Hmm. The the Steelers had their dud loss, and it was to the Cardinals, as they always do. So, Kenny Pickett's hurt. Yeah, but but the, I I still mean it's a two and my, nine team or whatever two and eleven team. Mike Mike Tomlin two and ten now or three and ten now. Mike Tomlin's allergic to winning or losing though. He'll find a way. Uh, no, I'm saying that they always have losses like this, and then they'll they'll go out yep. and beat. I don't know who else is on their schedule, but they'll they'll beat a team that's up there. Uh, once again, Dolphins narrative doesn't change to, for me at all. Play a at real all. team. We'll see a battle of of pretenders when the Dolphins play the Cowboys later on before Christmas. Francisco, they have hot honey. We saw that. We saw the hot administer, right? I, I was yeah. I wasn't paying attention to it that I saw it. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Bucks beat the Panthers. The Panthers are terrible, and the Bucks yeah have a default win. So. Mike Evans, fantastic. He has his ten thousand yard season. He's going to the Hall of Fame. The uh, the Packers beat the Chiefs. Man, Jordan Love. All I'm saying. It's happening. How how is it that they have the they literally get gifted? It's like his the universe is like we made Wisconsin, so we're only going to do one good thing for Wisconsin and give you <laughs> consistent Hall of Fame quarterbacks. He has twenty two touchdowns, ten picks, like twenty five hundred yards passing. You know who doesn't have that? Green Bay Packers. I'm sorry, not Green Bay Packers. New York Jets. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers is a system quarterback. There, I said it. My ultimate petty. The Rams beat the Browns. Eh, it's not even fair anymore. Uh, the Bengals beat the Jaguars. Good game. Yeah. Good game. Lawrence is hurt now. So we'll see. Everybody's hurt. And this was topic conversation of why you have to have good drafted backups for these situations. This is the season. 49ers spank the Eagles. Yeah. I have a one guy who is an Eagles fan. He was saying, oh, it's all the refs. I'm like, you let up 42 points, dude. I don't know what to mm-hmm. tell you. It's your fault yeah. that we're going to have Brock Purdy be MVP. Thanks. And uh, finally, your Colts lost to the uh, – your, your Titans lost to the Colts. Whoops. There you go. Good. Let, let's not try to win this. You have – and eight and four Jaguars, seven and five, or yeah, yeah, seven and six, or whatever. There, we want Marvin Harrison Jr. Let us get Marvin Harrison Jr. He is the only receiver who is listed on the Heisman. I, I, I want this. We deserve this. <laughs> Let's get this because it's not necessarily a lost season because you always have failure to start, and we're failure so- to start because of the fact that you didn't have an offense to begin with. NFL is not a draft lottery, right? So it's just pretty much tank, and you're the one, right? Yeah, so you exactly. Guys are, uh, let me look at this. I just want to look at. We're the, competing against the Bears right now. Okay, right? so uh, there's a, there's a specific website just for this that we're just gonna look at real quick because this is yeah. a sports show, I guess. Uh, we're gonna go on Tankathon. All right, I don't want to look at the NBA right now. All right, the NFL. So right now, the Chicago Bears. 
own the uh, the number one pick because they the Carolina Panthers are trading it to them. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that's where they're at right there. And the Bears can possibly draft another quarterback and reset. Right? They have two number I, one, they, they have two first round picks. They can just I, do just all right. You know what? I, 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 yeah, sure. So that's helps just that's a that quarterback life. gone. Your Titans sit at four and eight at number eight. They have to lose out. If they the Arizona Cardinals are one game ahead of you, right? Let's see. Hold and on. they're they're they're, they're gonna yeah. Cardinals are gonna win some games. All right, so and then you have the New England Patriots. So you well, have to I, I have no concern. New England or Arizona? I don't think we have to beat out New England because I know Belichick's going to fuck it up 15 and just like draft a lineman or something from Chattanooga <laughs> and no one's going to know. I have full faith and confidence that Bill is that arrogant or he's going to trade down. Hmm. So do you think like Arizona would would you're trying to get Marvin Harrison? I want Marvin Harrison. Based on I don't know all these other teams ahead of you. I mean, just to improve that possibility. Well, the Bears have to get and 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 Derek DeAndre Hopkins and DeAndre. Well, Derek Henry's going to be gone. There's a reason why we got Tajay Spears. I have to prepare. We we almost had a Henry handy too, and I realized wanting to wanting to fail to tank is going to take away the greatest man that has ever come into my uniform in the last like five ten years. That wasn't Chris Johnson. But, you know, the hard decisions are still a decision. It's only hard if you think it's hard. Life lessons to you guys here. I'm sorry. All right. Um, yeah, I want it. I need it. Okay. I must have it. So that's that's where we're at with the uh, the tank race right now. Okay. So there's actual NFL analysis of some sort for, for everyone out there. Um, all right. So we'll talk about the college football stuff. So Florida State is not getting in. They're mm-hmm. playing Georgia in the Orange Bowl. Five and mm-hmm. six. We were left out. Mm-hmm. They put Bama because Bama beat Georgia in the conference mm-hmm. championship. Florida State still went undefeated. Still won two games without Jordan Travis. Or three games, really, because he, he got injured in the one. And won our conference. And Michigan can cheat all they want and still be number and, one. And play nobody and at play all. play nobody. Yeah. That's actually good. And, yeah. And then, like, the only teams that – Nobody had problems with it with Texas and Washington, I guess. And and the two thoughts I have on that is if you had to admit somebody, then you admit out Texas. Because if you love the SEC so much, what, you guys love the Big Ten now or Big 12 now? Get well, out They're here. going to be in the SEC it. soon. So it was basically – so they exactly. got two SEC teams in there anyways. That's how they went. Exactly. And that's why I'm like, that's the easy decision. Mm, um, yeah. It's a travesty. There's two points of contention that I want to bring out because I don't want to wait for it because you know I'm going to forget about it. One – it is very clear that the college football playoffs is anti-ACC, and this is a punishment for the last decade have just been FSU and Clemson as being the sole proprietors of carrying the torch. The U wasn't doing it, and then we that was the, that was your trifecta. That was your three, right? For the U, because we did get number one for like one week, FSU, who got 2014, right? And then, you know, they, they just came in from Norvell, and then Clemson, Duke ain't doing nothing. UNC ain't doing nothing. Louisville doing nothing. It's such a weak conference that are really more basketball yeah. sport programs. Basketball and, and baseball, that's why yeah. You, yeah, and that's why you discriminate against us. 
And I'm sorry, you know, that you felt that someone getting injured is sufficient enough not to allow there when I literally had to see, you know, uh, two Tagalavola have to come in to replace Jalen Hurts at, you know, one of the college football games to come into it. So it goes to show that sometimes it's not a, a subpar quarterback could be just as bad at causing a lost game and not get viewership as opposed to an injured quarterback. That's my special one. Um, is there anything you want to put onto that before I give a point of contention number two? I think it's anti-ACC. It's yeah. been like that for half a several years. Yeah, and y'all love Gabo Sweeney's dick so much. Realignment stuff, and next year this probably ain't gonna happen. So mm-hmm. you know, this is but this is like the one year where pretty much everyone Junior. they actually had problems with it. So now we I see think the you flaw could be in the system. And there you yeah. go. But uh, you I, know, the whole thing was, hey, you know, if they lost their quarterback and. And now they come out with, oh, yeah, that was part of the things. Now we, we can do that. And it was always in there, and nobody just knew. It's like this whole air of mystery to it. And, you know, people just want transparency now. And then we have all this dumb shit. I think that's four on me. Uh, I've been pretty good yeah. this, year, this episode. Um, I was good until Manny Ramirez came up. <laughs> with, uh, <laughs> with all these state legislators and senators. I- Oh, you're MAGA historian now. Follow him on the Twitter now. <laughs> yeah, because that happens now where those people follow me and consider me this because I cover sports that are probably more heavily on those anyways. Um, but in any case, yeah, that's happening. So, yeah, the year Francisco is off the rails now because, you know, screw the education system, screw infrastructure, screw all this. This is as political as I'll get on this show but but yeah you know florida state not making it that's what really matters and like anybody who is a real seminoles fan like if you're really you really look at it we probably were gonna get spanked by any of those other three teams that are ahead of us if we were if it wasn't Bama. i don't know maybe maybe we could come out with a I miracle say Washington. but but regardless uh it, it would have been nice to have had the, the chance sure but you know what? I had already come to peace uh, with the season dying when Jordan Travis's leg went a completely different angle than it should have. <laughs> and as soon as I saw him, like, well, the season's over. It's 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 over. It's over. Like they they went undefeated, and it was just pretty much like uh, people going through the the stages of grief, thinking like bargaining, denial, whatever, and. They thought, well, maybe if we go undefeated. Maybe it'll, it'll be a ch- like they they would have had to have beaten Florida by two scores. Maybe people are are doing that math now, and yeah. it was Florida never people happen. doing math. It was never going to happen. We're not known for education, uh, but it is kind of nice to see like Miami fans. Most a lot of them are like defending Florida State because I guess same conference, so people are, are doing a- that. anti ACC baby. Yeah, so there's that sort of. Thing going on but uh, we'll get them in the college basketball tournament in march i guess yeah, so college football. you know good job florida state i really don't care if they win the orange bowl or not it, you know it'd be yeah. nice to cap off the season and just be like ha you know screw everybody we beat georgia but uh next year we won't have the problem we'll figure it out and and uh yeah it's over move <laughs> on move on everybody i've moved on ucf fans haven't moved on well their transitions <laughs> to number two because even all though right. he's not here to defend it i've moved on i think florida state should move on we should stop all this bullshit fly five with uh state legislators oh we need the college football committee to release their 
their records and like it doesn't matter but and and, yeah. and you know and UCF fans just move on my god 2017 us not making it is still better than you with your faux national championship <laughs> your, your tragedy is not their justification and it's so mm. immature and I'm, I'm taking this because if anybody's listened to the og days like the first two years of us being on here and i would just pick at ucf all the time and i think it would have andrew pop a few years but it, it's all imaginary wins and stuff like that but the the, the corralling and andrew started it because i have such chafin or shafrin whatever shafin freud Shadden whatever Freud. it's called yeah shot freud. freud which is for plain english people is you know exuberation or, or enjoyment that someone's losing because you think it's the same and you guys are running those coattails of 2017 for so long but the one key difference and he was you guys don't understand the group chat the man was like well, this was the conference thing this was the same schedule similar thing to msu he was trying to say that it was a pure yeah. mirroring of the, fsu and yeah mckenzie milton man, got injured and you know yeah. jordan travis got injured like mckenzie milton was never going to make it in the nfl yeah, and we're about to end this combo real quick with the one line that I'm about to pop onto you guys. Big difference. You cannot write this coattails. You can try all your marriage against you want. You know, I can say something is chick. What is chicken, right? You know, it's the old law school. What is chicken? So yeah, yeah, y'all might y'all might not be the prime chicken. You're a little, you're a little, you're a little head, but you're just an egg, right? Whatever you want to call it. What is poultry? Here's the difference. You were not consistently ranked in the top four for eleven weeks, but that's why it's the bigger injustice that's why you have to let fsu fans deal with this process even if they beat georgia or if they don't beat georgia and the whole concept of it is like you know because it's so much of a stretch that if you just want to keep it to being it's a different kind of tragedy of undefeated because right now guess who's undefeated liberty you gonna pop liberty in there no that's where you guys were seven years ago six years ago you guys were the no-name conference of the american man and you got all that you wanted. You got your big rights. You got four people drafted, essentially. That did nothing, really. Gabe Davis, Khalil Shakir. Oh, I got receipts, bud. Don't you worry. The Shaquille and Shaquem Griffin guys got put into it. They didn't turn out to go their career, and that didn't go out their way. You got to the Big 12. You went 6-6. Six and six. You hire a big-name coach, Gus Malzahn, who, of course, was able to dominate in a weaker conference, and the things changed out. I'm putting all those shots, no strays. You don't get it. The difference is from 2017 and 2018 because there's a different argument. And this was the argument that you should kept to. And I would agree with you was we should have been ranked higher those seasons. We should have been of how Cincinnati would have been last year when we ranked at like two or three or TC. Well, TC was in the big 12. But, you know, we're going to be ranked higher than what we were given like the low teens, early 20s. That's the argument. And, and am I nerdy enough to care about, you know, where you guys really were 17 and 18 ranking? I don't give a shit. You know, 16. Because the one thing I can tell you indisputably is that you were not in the top four of the conference. And then even at a four seed, won your game with the backup true freshman and got denied out. That's a big comparative difference, you guys. Shut the hell up. Move on out. To even bring up the first first time and try to say it's the same thing. It's not the same. So you, you can't say same but different because it's still different. That's my shot at UCF. I'm probably never going to be allowed on that campus there mm -hmm. because I, I heard their feelings, but it had to be said because it's on my Twitter feed because I follow Andrew and I follow UCF historian. So it's like, damn it. Yeah. And I know I could just like, I'm too lazy to mute stuff because I don't know like the nerdiness <laughs> of it. Like I got, I got like mute you citronauts as well. Yeah. I'm like, what? 
Well, yeah, so there you go. All right, so we're at, I think we discussed all the things we want to discuss, and I, I already, uh, hockey, the Coyotes are on a weird win streak, which is pretty cool, and that's all I got with the NHL right now. And um, freaking, uh, yeah, Corey Perry just has alcoholism. So there you go. The mystery solved. <laughs> That's it. That's it on the on the hockey front. Basketball, I don't know. NCC tournament's still happening, I guess. I don't know. All right, Charles. So let's let's do it. Let's head to the cage. The very abbreviated cage. Welcome, everybody. Your weekly true plex to cage with Charles. Remember, disclaimer, wrestling is not fake. It's a scripted fight. It's a, sta it's a stage fight. It's a song and dance. It's men and women chasing championships, establishing legacies, being the holy hell of each other just doing it for my entertainment we're building onto the road of january 27 which is the royal Rumble. i feel bad for derek my paralegal because he's a dolphins fan he's a fsu fan he's a pretty sound so he just feel bad and also a wrestling fan so january we're literally talking about today so i have to do this for the shout out for the laughter was gonna be the greatest month of his life he was gonna get the rumble he was gonna get possibly the dolphins going to the super bowl not winning it because in february but getting there and he could have had an fsu national championship and then the committee ruined it so you know Fuck you, college football uh, 20, I think I'm at. Um, not a lot on the wrestling front that I want to emphasize on. The week to week, there is an NXT pay-per-view, so that's just what I'm going to highlight now. I have not been following NXT like that. They're doing their Iron Survivor Challenge for the men's and the women's, whoever wins. It's like, I don't want to go down to the details of the whole rules, but it's like five men, five women going against each other, at least at different time periods. Whoever wins it gets number one contendership. That's all you need to know. Let's just go down to the matches and predictions, call it a day so I can eat my tacos for my food hot sauce men's iron survivor challenge match is going to be Dijak versus trick williams versus josh briggs versus braun breaker versus tyler bait um it it's a duel i i think it go to trick williams or go to tyler bait do i think trick williams is ready no but he's kind of got a little bit of a rocket going on to him Ilya dragon is the nxt champion i would love to see him versus Dijak part two just for the feud because the first one was fantastico uh breaker could be the safe bet but you don't need that match uh do you Maybe, but I just think Breaker's ready to get called up, man. Briggs is still raw, but he's getting a chance to shine. Tyler Bates been in like NXT for five years. If you gave me Bait versus Dragonoff as a send-off, I might be a little erect. I've been erect enough today, but this might be something that caused me to be erect more. So for my sake, I would like Bait to win. But if I'm a smart bet, I think it's gonna be Trick Williams. Um, the women's Iron Survivor match to determine number one contenders for the women's championship against Leader Valkyria, Tiffany Stratton, Lash Legend, Blair, Davenport, Kalani, Jordan, Fallon, Henley. I feel like it'll be Tiffany Stratton. I think you'll get Tiffany versus Lyra. Remember, Tiffany had beaten Lyra back in April to win her first championship when it was vacated, when Indy Hartwell got hurt. Was it in April or was it like in June? It was May. It was in one of those two. Um, I think you get the rematch. I think you get the part two. Now is the time where you start sowing in or putting it, planting the seeds of like real rivalries in the women's title division to, long, to last for the longevity as both women are in that division and in NXT. Ilya Dragunov versus Baron Corbin. I like Baron Corbin's return to NXT run. It hasn't been terrible. Ilya Dragunov wins. Dirty Dominic Mysterio versus Dragon Lee because Wesley was originally in it. They're not brothers. It's just Wesley. He was in, but I guess he's interested. They put Dragon Lee. But Dragon Lee's on SmackDown. And even though Dominic's on Raw and he's the North American champion, I think, I think I, it would be weird to have Dragon Lee win because he's feuding with Santos Escobar after a good Survivor Series match. It can go either way. I say you should have dirty, you know, Dominic Mysterio retain because somebody interferes. But if Dragon Lee wins, sure, fine. 
Rexon Perez versus uh, Keanu James, a steel cage match. I don't know why we're in a steel cage. I have not been watching NXT like that, even on Twitter. Um, but I would say that Roxanne Perez wins. She should be getting called up soon, I think. So overall, pretty quick pay-per-view. Will I watch it on Saturday? No. Will I watch it Monday or Tuesday? I'm off next week, you guys, along with the games happen. Probably, sure, but you know, it doesn't seem to be bad. AEW, they're doing the Continental Classics, their copy of the G1 Climax. Um, I haven't been too much into it. They, they're running a good story. If any Kingston be behind, because remember the grand prize is you win the Continental Classic title, but also comes with the New Japan Strong Openweight title and the Ring of Honor World Championship, which is what Eddie has. I don't like the fact that your main promotional title for Ring of Honor, because remember Tony Khan owns both AEW Ring of Honor, is part of this as a as a catch grab. You know, because what's that say about the main title, Francisco? You're really going to have Eddie Kingston lose a belt in a non-storyline on a brand that's not on, on a tournament that's not displayed onto Ring of Honor on the Ring of Honor, on Honor Club. Doesn't work, right? Final Battle is coming soon. I think it actually might be next week for Ring of Honor, but I got beef with it. I don't. I I think it's kind of like Ring of. Yeah, it 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 just doesn't work and there's more i can speak on to but i will give a shout out to ring of honor because we don't talk about it a lot because for me ring of honor is really just AEW, right but athena and billy starks has been a good feud i actually put it in the chat a couple of times when they're doing promos the one i had last week was uh when athena was talking about um eddie king said she had lexi near backing her up i'm like that's us when we play with him <laughs> just pretty much like all that trash talking when francis goes on fire yeah. I wish they did better with Ring of Honor, but we don't know if they're going to get to it. And AEW's been fine. Everything's just fine. And Final Battle is on the 15th. So that that saves me some time to build into it. Um, AEW storyline, they're going to have Max, uh, Maxwell Jacob Freeman, MJF versus Samoa Joe at World's End in December. We'll build up to that pay-per-view because Roman WWE doesn't have a pay-per-view. Last night, I watched Raw because I wanted to see a couple of matches. DIY versus Imperium, 203 Falls was good. And then Seth Rollins versus Jey Uso for the World Heavyweight Championship was good. Seth retained. Drew McIntyre is like full heel mode now. Need Sami Zayn to win the Royal Rumble. I need that moment. I need to cry. Nothing on New Japan except for the rumor that Okada might be leaving. I don't see him leaving. I see him just doing dual dates between AEW and then New Japan because you know his wife is popular in there, I believe, because she's an actress or something of that nature. They have a baby. You want to blue lives. I don't know. Money does talk though. Um, and then they're trying to figure out who's going to buy Raw for the licensing rights. And that's all I'm going to give you this week on the cage, guys. All right. All right, so that's it. We are done. So bye, everybody. Take care. <laughs>